When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. My name is Emily, and I have been watching Bravo TV as a form of self-care for over a decade. Needless to say, I'm a complete mess. Subscribe and follow along for painfully insightful recaps about Bravo, true crime, and other great TV. Hello. Welcome to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. Today is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What a week. <laughs> Um, with me, as always, recapping this show is my girl, Piaget. Hey. 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 hey do you like my voice? <laughs> I do. The other day it was even better. Pia and I were voice messaging back and forth, and her voice was like cracking. You know that sick? Remember, remember on Friends when Phoebe had a sick voice? Yeah. And she like wanted to keep it because it was like, I think it like booked her jobs or something. Yeah, no. The when I sent you the voice notes, that was like the beginning, like when I like the first day. Then it just got painful to listen to. Sean said it was like it just sounds like it hurts. Like yesterday, I could yeah. barely talk. Like I was like maybe I shouldn't speak, but I had to because I was like working. Yeah, no. Yesterday when you left me a voice, my mom like this is different <laughs> because it was like going comp- like there was actually like no sound coming out. Of yeah, times. it was. I felt like Ariel when Ursula took her voice. That's what it felt like. I don't yeah. Um, so we have a lot to discuss, um, but before we get into Bravo stuff, I want to do a little true crime Ooh. wreck because I found a podcast because it's so hard to find a podcast um, <laughs> that a I haven't already listened to. Yeah. Uh, and B that keeps my attention. It is called and I apologize to anyone listening or watching that is like so excited right now. And then when I say it, they're going to be like, damn it. I've already I've already listened to that. That's like it how is, you are every time I recommend something to you. Time. <laughs> every time. Every time. I'm sorry. Um, so it's called The Real Killer. It was released at the, in December of 2021. So it's relatively new. It is 11 episodes. I am giving you a warning, though. It is extremely graphic and dark. 
And that's coming from me. I didn't realize I liked really dark true crime until um, I found out my that my aunt liked um, true crime podcasts. So we were sharing podcasts back and forth. Like, oh, if you like if you like podcasts here, here's this one. Here's this one. And uh, she would be sending me like kind of more like uh, like political true crime, you know, like the road to 9-11 and like stuff like that. And oh, I yeah, would be conspiracy so- theories more so. Yeah. And I'd be or, or or like, you know, political, like, you know, diving into investigations and stuff like that. And I would be sending her um, the Long Island serial killer and just like, really? And so finally, one time she's like, you like the dark stuff. And I was like, oh, OK, noted. I like I'm glad I just know what category it falls into now. And oh so, um, yeah. So but you like so the even- dark stuff. Even for me, this was like there's a couple details in this that are that still haunt me because they gave me visuals that I can't get out of my head. And they're a lot. So that's coming from me. You've been warned. But it took me a couple episodes to get into it. But by like episode five, I was like, fuck, yes, yes. Like it's told really well. It's laid out really well. Highly recommend. And speaking Speaking of true crime, Pia already knows this story because I voice memoed her. I was so proud of myself. Okay, so this is just a true life story where true crime watchers can be proud that all this binging of true crime comes in handy in real life. Oh, you're going to tell a story. Okay, so I my my sister and brother in law went out of town for the 4th of July and my sister runs a pet sitting company. And so she sent me a text like, hey, one of my sitters is going to just uh, stop by and leave the keys to one of the houses for a visit. She's going to leave it in the mailbox. So I was like, cool. Hours go by. I completely forgot that text even happened. So I'm in our garage where our washer and dryer is uh-huh. doing my laundry. And I hear someone seemingly like right around the corner from like, I don't have visual, but I'm now convinced there is a perpetrator right around the corner of the garage. <laughs> and I'm like, this is it. I am trapped in the garage. There is no exit strategy, but I, I almost freeze, but I went, no, look for a weapon. And I see to my right, I see golf clubs, but I, I, in my head, I go, I don't want them to know I have this weapon because then they can brace for the attack. And so I, I go, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to slowly grab this golf club so that when they come near me, I can hit them and start screaming out. Someone call 911. A man about five foot 10 wearing a black shirt is attacking me. (laughs) Then uh, the sitter just walked down the driveway and I was like, oh, okay. I was just the sitter. (laughs) My my favorite is you just like calling out anything you see, which is smart. Cause you need, that's like taken when he's like, what do you see? And she's just like calling out random shit. I was like, you need that. You need that information because, you know, you scream people just screaming. No one knows what to do. Call 911 is what you should scream. Someone call 911. I'm being attacked. Yeah, absolutely. Be specific. Uh, but it was just the sitter. I also heard that you should in those situations, maybe say fire. Oh, because people aren't afraid of that. Well, because people are selfish and they will like oh. be afraid that that will affect them where like, you know, how like there's like the bystander effect or whatever, where people are like, oh, well, someone else will call 911. You know what I mean? But if you like yell fire, everyone's to start coming out like, oh, that's better. Like making sure everything is good because like they're like 
where the fuck is this fire at? You know, like, oh, okay. Next time I will yell fire. That's a good tip. I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah. Okay. So there was your true crime update. Um, There is a true crime doc that I, I haven't finished yet. Hulu? It's, no, it's Netflix. Oh. Okay. Tell me. Um, I can't, I was just like, that was what I was trying to like fucking Google. Cause I'm so bad at names. It's something about a photo. It's like something in the photo. It's it, new. It's new. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And there's a new Hulu one. Don't know what the name of it is, but it's something about like a cover up of like a bunch of boy scouts that were molested and they just, I told you about that one. You did. Oh, wait, no. I was wait, like, what is it? The one where the guy was like, they were the, in the call. No, no, no. This this one, I think, just came out because I have been um, I haven't really gone on to Hulu much. I just go on to Hulu to see if there's a new crime doc. And then I'm like, no. So I I skip out. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And you're right anyway, because the one I was thinking of was on HBO and you said you had already seen it. So, yeah, no, this uh, this is relatively new and it's only it's not a series. Unfortunately, I love a series. It's just a one part. It's just one <laughs> Like an hour and 50 minutes, maybe an hour and 50 minutes. Okay. Cause like, I'm okay. If it's like one thing, if it's like a really detailed account and I just started it and then I was like, wait, no, I want to save it. Cause I, I'm a, I'm an at home workout person. So I like to wait and save my really fun viewing for when I'm working out. Cause it's like, it distracts me. So I'm saving it. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, guys, there you go. There's true crime. Now let's talk about the absolutely abhorrent behavior of these housewives. Um, we're not we're not even going to talk about the episode yet because literally, like last week's episode aired, Pia and I recorded, and then a million horrible things happened since that, that we just, need to get into. It's so funny that that was just last week. I feel like that was a million years ago because I barely even remember what that drama was because this one has topped it. By far, by far. Um, so Ebony. So, OK, speaking about Lisa Rinna, because, you know, Lisa Rinna last week, last we spoke here in this space, Lisa Rinna went to her stories and was like, listen, just because we're fighting with Garcelle doesn't mean we're racist and was extremely insensitive and just tone deaf. Mm-hmm. So Ebony was getting ta- Ebony Williams, formerly of. Real Housewives of New York, she was getting tagged in a bunch of things like wanting her to address it. Yeah. So she went live and addressed it. And a few things, you know, stuck out, one of which was and this is something I as a white woman tried to live by, which is if someone calls, if someone says you are being racist, if someone says that something you're saying or doing is being racist, the first thing you should do is maybe pause and assess if it's possible it's because there's going it's just impossible for a white person to know all of the things all of the things we just will never get it and so by Rinna immediately going to the place of oh just because we're fighting with Garcelle means we're racist that in and of itself is racist because you're not listening to the comments. First of all, but you commented on Diana's Dear Garcelle post saying, if you've got the receipts, show them. The comments below Rena's comment were, this is not a receipt. This, this is actually a white savior complex. This is actually a very problematic 
narrative that she's trying to say that because she did this, she's she can't possibly be racist. And instead of Rena listening to any of it, she goes on the defense and it's a very Karen move. Right. So Ebony posts this video with some great things to say. Rena comments. Thank you, Ebony. This is so needed. If she had written, if she had written, I needed to hear this. I appreciate this. Totally different. She also took to her fucking stories, reposted it. Thank you, Ebony Williams. You know that meme, you know, when, when Pelosi did that clap? Yeah. It's, it has that energy. Yeah. Lisa Rinna. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel sincere or it like I feel like it's still like she's not quite getting it. It's like, see, like it's still like her, like saying, like, see, like she at least explained how to like, like no one needs to explain this to you. She went out. She took some time out of her day to to do it for you out of the goodness of her heart. Um, But she did not owe you that. And that's the problem. She thinks that she's owed that. Like, exactly. If you had just she's still like someone's fault. Like if you had just if I had just known that. Then I wouldn't have said that. It's like and and it's absurd. Ebony did not need to do that, but she did that. And you really still didn't understand just how inappropriate it is that you aren't more more appreciative. Yeah, it's like, mm. like you're like, 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 wow, Ebony, feel like you really (laughs) absorbed it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't feel that way, Um, you know, and she she has many platforms to really delve into if it did make her feel a certain way. She just didn't uh, write it correctly. Sorry, let me yell at my dog really quick. Go ahead. While she's doing that, um, Rena then posted uh, and she's been posting similar things like this. She posted this. It was a it was a content creator who is a black woman. And the post was something saying, um, like, don't engage. Don't be provoked. Do you understand the assignment? And then she commented, I'm just catching everyone up on on some other things while you were doing that. Yes. Um, I'm talking about how she was uh, she was constantly posting things like don't like don't don't be don't be provoked don't engage don't like she was acting like she was the one like by posting these things first of all it really pissed me off that she used a black female oh i know it and so she then she put do you understand the assignment yes i do there was also another thing that was like you know some quote about not getting provoked or something by posting that you are provoking actually You're kind of like, you know, we want you to say something about this. We want you just to pause and say something, but you won't say something. And so you're like, I'm not going to engage. It's I'm the victim here. I'm 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 getting dropped. I'm getting down to their level and I'm going to stay above it. That's the vibe. I hate her. It's like becoming so like. I don't even know the words to use, like I can't like they really at first, I just thought they were just like just some dumb, dumb girls that like 
dumb petty things that like they don't realize that their problems are not that big of a deal like with puppy gate with like the denise thing and all that stuff and it's tolerable to a degree it's starting to get like oh god you guys are just so far removed from reality that you really <laughs> like it's the ignorance is just it's just so like hard to grasp it really is and i can't watch it any longer it's and it's getting rony. It's starting it's, to get. It's getting starting to get rony. We are getting rony. We are venturing into rony territory, and I'm so happy. Um, I know we're going to get into it, but that we are. Um, we have another ally. We're not an ally. Oh. Another person that understands Garcelle on the show now. Oh my god, Sheree being on there now, and um. Because it, it is powerful when it's just so overwhelming, no matter how well mm-hmm. articulate, like it as Ebony is so articulate, it's it's just overwhelming when you are the minority in the group with the majority so like minded. Um, it's hard. And I think both Ebony and Garcelle did it to the best of their ability and they did a great job. And I, I'm, I'm just happy that they that Garcella is going to have the support moving forward through the season. I will say that it was nice last season when in that conversation, when Kathy was like, Michael Jackson told me I don't see color. And Garcelle was like, well, that's not going to work. And Crystal was able to back up Garcelle right. in that scene. And I was Absolutely. like, imagine Crystal wasn't there. Exactly. And it's and that's I think that's the only saving grace for like the minorities on the show. Yeah. For Beverly Hills, at, at least because uh, Garcelle and Crystal both had each other. Well, I guess Garcelle. Well, she now because she has Crystal, but Garcelle didn't. Yeah, um, Garcelle came on at first with nobody. Yeah, but at the, she was because they were so distracted with the Denise thing. She didn't have to do as much of what she's starting to have to do. True. Now. True. 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 Yeah. The Denise because they were so just they were so distracted with Denise. God, that, that was so bad. Um, oh my but, god, I can't yeah. even go back there because like that's a whole other realm of evil that they did. Like they've just like, yeah. Like, let me say something about me. And I think I've said it before. It takes me too long, but like, because I'm very much like I'll give a lot of chances and I leave so much room. I think by now we've seen that I am uh, like, I'm pretty open to other suggestions and I'll be like, that's a good point. Oh, well, that's a good point. Oh, well, that's a good point. Like I can easily like um, and but when I'm done, I am done. Mm. This goes for my relationships. This goes for all the toxic exes I have. And I am done with Lisa Renna and with Kyle. Eric has been done, but I'm like, I feel it so deep inside of me that there's I'm done. And I and I'm now and I really do mean this. If they don't get rid of Renna next season, I will not watch the show. The only reason I am not boycotting this season is because it hurts Garcelle. Yeah. And I will not hurt Garcelle or Cherie. I will not hurt them. Yeah. But if they don't look at all of this and realize, like, look at the shift. We like Cherie and Garcelle. They are the moment. Build, build it around that. Rinna is tired. We're tired. We're over it. She's we're done. I don't need to see another season of this. Yeah, I we really they really do need to reevaluate the casting for so many reasons, that being one of the main reasons. And I I am wholeheartedly agreeing with you. Lisa needs to be done. She needed to be done a while ago. She kind of slipped through last year because she was quiet 
Um, but quietish, like she was trying, she was trying a, a new thing. She tried to be, but then she got busted at the reunion with Garcelle being like, I heard you didn't want me to bring up race. Yeah, right. On the right. Show. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we she, were like, what she could, if you notice lately with Rinna, uh, after the Denise season, she is sort of okay on the show. Cause really what we're angry about is a lot of the stuff that's happening outside of the show exactly so the, or things that we're not seeing on air right so it's so interesting that she's like somehow kind of keeping it together during filming somewhat but she cannot help herself i think that because she sees how tame she is making herself on camera she feels like she starts getting panicky and she's like well then i need to start saying some shit and it's See, like this no. has been her tactic now for years, too. Yeah. And I remember um, I want to say it was the season with um, right before they did the Denise takedown right before that season. Uh, that was puppy, uh, so the LV, puppy LVP, gate. LVP yes. takedown LVP takedown. Um, the reunion was all the, the, one of Rena's segments was about her behavior on social media. Mm-hmm. And I at that point wasn't really paying attention to social media and that made me shift focus to see what she was doing on social media because I was Mm -hmm. like wait what am I missing so she has been using this tactic for a minute to stay trending so she's on she's not having to work too hard while they're filming then she goes on social media and gets negative attention but regardless attention a la Erica Jane and it's now how many seasons ago was that now five yeah, like three or four. So Denise was two seasons ago, right? Yeah, Denise was two. Yes, it was two seasons ago. So that was three. So now this will be the year four of her doing this again. We're done. I'm done. There's no, I'm done. Like once that shuts off in me, I am done. Yeah, it's just, and then it's like, and this is how I kind of felt when the whole, her mom, unfortunately passing happened oh prior to the season like when she first posted it and then she posted what I felt was super inappropriate Mm -hmm. her saying like using it felt using it felt like she was using her mother's death to excuse anything that she's going to be saying moving forward and like essentially what she said and she's like in the name of Lois if you want to be more clear and I'm like I don't know about that and then, you know, we get to see the episode and I did see how that affected her. So I softened to that and was like, maybe that was just a lapse in judgment. And then, and then we bring it back when all of this happens online again. And she immediately goes to the thing that would like make people, you know, empathize or sympathize for her. And it's like, I'm, you know, grief makes you do crazy things. Like, Let me like, actually read it. Let me read it. Go, because go for it. this this was despicable. I have had a really tough time of it. I think you've seen how hard this has hit me. I'm sorry if I've raged on you. About you. It really has nothing to do with any of you. I never thought I would feel this way. I really thought grief would be about sadness and pain, but it's so much more. I'm really struggling. I just never thought it would feel like this, but here it is. Losing my mom has really hit me hard. This is the most horribly written caption. Thank you for your patience with me. 
I know it's not easy to have warm fuzzies for me right now, but I'll get through this and hopefully come out the other side stronger and better. Thank you for your support and your love. I so appreciate it. And then her emojis, again, like the prayer, a heart, doves. All right. So, you know, we're done. We're done with Rena. How about that? Yeah. Like you can't use your dear, sweet, adorable, amazing, courageous mother. Yep. As a blanket for what you did. Like what's your excuse before your mom died? But that and the (laughs) fact of the matter is. No one was talking to her. (laughs) She inserted herself in all of that. Yep. No one mentioned her. No one talked about her. No one hinted at her. She went looking for that. Okay. Why? That is what the post needed to be like. Why did I feel like I needed to insert myself in something that had nothing to do with me? Why did I feel like I needed to to say in racially sensitive insensitive things and poke fun at the fans? Why? Like, why do I like those are the, these are the questions she needed to pose and and stop trying to make us feel bad for being upset by what you say exactly bringing up the fact that your mother passed we know your mother passed and we're sad for you and your grief and for your family but that does not give you the right to pass the excuse to do what you're doing okay we're done we're done she's done she moving on to Kyle. <laughs> she speaks Bravo. That, that. <laughs> moving on to Kyle now because <laughs> I have a little gripe to pick with Bravo. They they released too much footage of the episode the week prior. It confuses so, me sometimes. I, I feel like I got like 80% of the episode. So when I watched this episode, I was like, I I mean, I know there were some scenes I didn't see, but I was still like, I, I kind of, I know that it's nice to get it, but I'm like, can you not show it was, us? Yeah, it, yeah I, we pretty much got the the meat. The, like if you, if, the, if we were doing a structure of like the cinematic structure, they gave away the climax. Yes. Yeah. So all of the, you know, exposition and then like the decline, like it was all like, we didn't actually need it because you took the thing that we wanted, we didn't, yeah. we didn't earn it. I, I kind of wish because it wasn't to be continued. I kind of wish they had just not given us a preview so that we could have watched it fresh. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I also know that because I'm just like constantly in search of like more information and more information. So like, so like when I watched those clips so many times that I was like, was that in last, I, I was like, was that in last week's episode? I had so many people asking me that too. They're like, I don't remember this happening. I'm like, it's even preview. the preview for next next week. I was just talking. It's to already my out. Yeah, I was ta- <laughs> talking to my friends, and it's like the gar. It's I mean, it's uh, you know, Erica doing the apology or whatever. And for some reason, I was like, did that happen already? Yeah, but that's why I'm, the pacing of these episodes is really weird. I was like, it's I was like, like they- I literally started going rewinding. I was like, did I fucking miss it? How did like, I miss did- it? Like, if you want us to see that in this episode, then just show it in that episode. Because when you release it literally right after the episode airs, it feels like you might as well just put it in that episode. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah, I agree. Like as much as like you kind you always want to see like sneak peeks are are supposed to be so sneaky, sneaky that you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need I need that. Like you didn't you didn't give us the goods yet. Like, no, it was, they gave us everything. And then they're like, and and here's another scene from in the middle of the episode. I know. I like literally watched the whole set. I was so conf- I'm sorry. I was so confused. I was like, remember, I, I, I voiced my memory. You're like, like, were those deleted scenes? I'm like, oh, my yeah, God. Can you imagine if those were deleted? Those would be the most insane deleted. Scenes. I know that's because I wish I was just I think I, I said that because I was just so baffled that that could be a they preview. gave us all of that. They I was like, like, that's a whole fucking scene. And it's like they this the scene. It's like they wanted to it's designed to get us going on social media. I get it. It's designed to get us talking and talking and talking on social media. But then they immediately release the first seven minutes of next week's. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then and then Erica apologizes, sort of. We'll get to that. They could have like edited uh, Erica being extremely inappropriate with Garcelle's son. I and then like a look from Garcelle and then that'll be the sneak peek. So like we know Garcelle is upset about something, but we don't know to what extent. And then we the shock factor of what happened. Like, I mean, it was still shocking, but you know what I mean? Like they need it like just a little bit of what what's going to happen. I agree. And then a look to know Garcelle is not okay with it. And then that's it. From a content creator standpoint, too, I was like, I'm already kind of I like hyped myself up already and already did this. So like when it came I know to we've been it- hype all week. So it's <laughs> right? kind of like you we really didn't get any other really juicy bits enough. Like what the Kyle and yeah, Kyle and Sutton, Sutton like, like that was apology not, scene. That, that was, was OK. It was uh, that they could have give, given us. They well, could have given could, that as a preview. I guess they really I mean, I guess they could have edited in a certain way because I was like, well, we wouldn't have any context of what she's talking about because we hadn't true. seen it yet. True, true, true. But I mean, they they're the editors like what are, what are the editors figure it out, figure it out. OK, we have notes, but you, it's up to you guys at the end of God, the day. I but anyway, I can, I, I can only lead a horse to water. I can't make them drink. God, guys, uh, we've written plenty of emails already. Will you open them? Um, we should start writing. Emails. No, they'll block me. Don't. Uh, okay. So Kyle, these, all these, all these, um, uh, clips come out and we are furious. We're furious that Kyle is taking the stance of like, Oh, wasn't it a quote for quote? I've watched it so many fucking times. I can quote it. Exactly. You guys, this is Kyle. You guys, did you miss Erica telling Garcelle's 14 year old? to get the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Okay. That is a quote for quote line. And then Dorit says, I know she's just like so loose and free. So I guess I give her a pass because, well, it's not my kid. Mauricio. I think it's great. She did that. PK. Uh, she's entitled to a blowout. I mean, she's wanting to bang Garcelle's son and told the youngest one to fuck off. She's entitled to a blowout every once in a while. Okay, that's the scene. We're all appalled. We cannot believe it because we know. I mean, let's just look at Jag, little Jaggy. He's such a precious little boy now. Imagine when he's a teenager, like he's just going to continue to be. Imagine that little baby angel being told to get the fuck out. Okay, if Erica had told Jagger's ass to get the fuck (laughs) out. Jagger would have cried and. 
But everybody. like, even, just imagine 14 year old Jack. Are you going to imagine that he would have been like he wouldn't even <laughs> have known what to do with himself? And he would have. And let me tell you something. <laughs> Dorit would not have let that go. OK. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, no, she would not have because no child should be spoken to like that. No, whether it be jokingly or not. No, n- boy, girl, I don't care. Should never be spoken to by a grown ass woman that can be his grandma. Yeah, Erica, I said it. You're getting there. Could be his grandma. <laughs> OK, so these all come out and this is the statement. Kyle is in London doing some press and this she says this to Metro.co. She says, I didn't even see Erica say that. I was told the next day I was laughing at a friend's drunken behavior, as one does sometimes. Nothing to do with disrespecting anyone's child. I'm a mom of four daughters. I think if I had obviously seen it because I only saw it actually last night on Instagram, that clip, I would have a different reaction. Okay. But when you go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Go. Oh, no. I'm going to read the whole fucking thing because I'm appalled. But when you hear a story like that, you're like, oh, my God. I laugh sometimes at the wrong moments, but it wasn't about Garcelle and her son. It was about Erica. Okay. Uh, she says that she was laughing because she's not used to seeing that side of Erica, especially when you're not used to seeing that you hear a story the next day. Oh my God. So-and-so was so drunk. They did this and that. And we laughed. It was like to think that someone misinterpreted it as that, like that I didn't care and being flippant, flippant about someone's child. I would hope that after 12 years on this show, that people know me better. When asked if she managed to discuss the scenes with Garcelle, Kyle explained that she had not been able to just yet due to the time difference between London and LA. Mm -hmm. Uh, She just saw the clip for the first time too. Uh, Actually, no, because I'm in London. I don't know what time it is. It's 2 a.m. or something right now. I'm not even sure. But that's my plan in between interviews today to send her a text. Uh, In the beginning, I found it to be nice and refreshing. The Housewives OG reflecting on Erica's change in behavior. It's so funny when I watch the show. I'm like, so nice to see Erica finally loosening up. I didn't know she was literally speaking to herself on the boat. She seemed out of her mind. It was cutting back and forth to me saying it's so nice to see her relax and loosened up. In the beginning, honestly, it was so refreshing to see her just not not be so guarded and stiff. But then it got a little too far, obviously. Then it wasn't so appealing anymore. Okay, There's so much to unpack there. So many things that I want to point out. Okay, one. I low key. Let me tell you two people that need to watch out right now. Two people. Dorit. Erica, are you list- if you're listening, it's you two. Kyle is not your friend. Okay. Mm. And that text is very revealing. I'll tell you why. In the top of it, Kyle is immediately throwing Dorit under the bus without saying that. She's saying, if I had seen it, I wouldn't oh. have had that reaction. Right? Mm. So what she's saying is Dorit was there, did see it. Whoa. She's the one who said it, who told me she was in the room. She could have navigated the conversation to say it was much more serious than they were making it. She's almost putting the blame on her. She was like, I wasn't in the physical room. I just heard it secondhand. Who's secondhand to read? 
And that's she, what I'm wondering. Is she saying that Dorit, like, because Dorit was she, there. So who told you? Whether Dorit was the first person to tell her or not, Dorit and her were the, in the ones in that room with their husbands talking about it. And Dorit was absolutely there. So she is in some way kind of putting blame on Dorit indirectly. So let's talk about that. Dorit, she throwing you under that goddamn bus, doing your little promos for Thor, your friend stabbing you in the back. And then I say, Erica, watch out for Kyle, because the only reason that she's so obsessed with you this season is because she is enjoying watching you spiral. She's taking pleasure in watching your pain. She, you're self-medicating. You are drinking a lot. And that is when she finds you most appealing for her entertainment. Mm. That's telling. It's very telling that when everyone around you is laughing seemingly with you, but really at you and enjoying all of this because it somehow takes the, any like negative energy off of you, they're enjoying, they, she knows how we're all going to react to watching all this. And she's just eating her popcorn and enjoying it. She, that's why she wants more of it. It's a distraction. She's not in the, she's not going to be in the negative light, but the show will still be entertaining. Mm. She's using you. Mm. And Kyle also doesn't really have a great gauge on dealing with people with addictions anyway. Facts. Facts. Yeah, I. uh, That's a perfect way to put it, because Kyle, she listens to viewer feedback and she knows that we want fun. We love the fun drunk scenes. And so Kyle's been overdoing the I'm all about fun thing for a couple seasons now. I'm like, I get it, Kyle. Okay, you like to like get wasted. It's kind of getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, Um, because she wasn't like that before. But then it was like once LVP left, she was like, I need a thing. And so her thing has become being the weight. I mean, I'm sure she's like that in real life because no one seems to be super like surprised by her behavior, but she's really amping it up on camera. Um, So I feel like she thinks that Erica getting all wasted will be uh, like it'll look it'll be fun for the audience, which it was when she was innocently wasted and not hurting anyone. Yeah. I take back everything I said about her being a fun drunk because she's an asshole. And well, the thing is, listen, we don't like Erica. So like I if you want to go freaking drink yourself away because you are sad because you're losing all your money and not because of the victims, I don't give a shit. I'm not your fucking friend. OK, Kyle's supposed to be your your friend. OK, so yeah. do I'm not do what I, I have no I do not I do not have by the way I'm not this was not to say that I feel bad for Erica I'm just saying that is that's just not your friend that yeah. is not your friend so then Kyle takes to her stories later and she writes some bullshit about Sutton but we'll get into that when we talk about the episode um but then when she addresses the clip of all of them laughing she said again, she's like, I had not seen it in person, but uh, when I said when I said it's not funny, but it's funny, I meant Erica being drunk was funny. But what she said to Jax was not. I hope you know me well enough by now to know I certainly do not like do not condone speaking to children like that. This this thing that she keeps saying, I hope you know me well enough by now. It's not hitting the way she thinks it's hitting. 
because the problem is we do know you really well, Kyle. Yeah. Like we know you really well. We've seen you for years be an asshole. And so unfortunately, when you keep saying, I hope you know me well enough, we're like, no, yeah, we do. I, you need to leave that out of the, of your statements because it's almost like reinforcing what we already know. Yeah. You're like, like reminding I, me who you I feel are. Like and I'm like, oh. single, yeah. Like I feel like every single person, um, <laughs> when I like was like reading that they were like in the comments were like, no, yeah, no, this is why we know this is exactly what you meant. And because uh, we do know you. Yeah. Like stop, <laughs> stop reminding us to this reflect is, on who I'm you are. I'm not even surprised. Yeah. Because yeah. I know you that well. Yes. No, this tracks for us like this, this tracks. And then we are all parents and certainly wouldn't want anyone speaking to any of our children like that. Until Mexico, we had never seen Erica drink like that. So this was new behavior we were seeing. I think while focusing on that, the more important issue was being minimized. Anyway, I never post things like this, but I felt absolutely terrible watching these clips. So I wanted to share with you. Okay, look, fine. I'm like I said, I'm done with Kyle. I'm done with Frenna. I am done with Mauricio. I'm done with we take back what we said. I literally redaction, 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 subtraction. Mauricio, you are dead to me and I'm not watching this fucking Netflix show. You not. And I'm so glad this I wasn't excited about their Netflix show anyway, but everyone else was. But now I'm excited that. There. I just like real estate. So I was hoping that it was going to re- really dive into that. I don't need it. I just stick with my million dollar listings, baby. Stay on Bravo. Bye bye. Um, but I do wanted to say quickly, I got a DM from somebody Ooh. who listens to your pod who listened to, uh, last week's episode. And I'm scared. She, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I'm her name is. It's Amberly, but like spelled A-M-B underscore R-L-Y. Okay. Um, And I'll read you what she sent. Um, She said, hello. I listened to you on She Speaks Speaks Bravo. I wasn't fully on board with your pick for top housewife hubby. Always left like there was little shadiness. Excuse me. Felt like there was a little shadiness there. However, I'm hoping Greg has now secured your top spot after the last Beverly Hills episode. Um, and also see, she even thought it was an episode too. It's a clip. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I, and I responded, like, I was like, me and Emily immediately regretted that once we saw the clips and, uh, we'll, you know, we'll get into it. We, so we I, shall I, address, <laughs> we'll, we shall address. So I'm, I'm glad that this, we had a moment to uh, say that I, I wouldn't, I, Greg had only one indiscretion when he was having his like nasty divorce with Nini the first time when he was like kind of going rogue and going on the radio shows and talking crap about her but you know nini is kind of crazy too so he's a lot to deal with i can actually give that a, a pass and uh, you know what greg was like especially so gentle at the end uh and he's no longer with us so i would be happily giving him the title if that's okay greg, with you greg we are now officially crowning you house king of all time. Yes. House hubby king. King there hubby. There we go. King hubby. We, that's king not hubby. the right time. House oh, husband. House husband. The king of the house husbands. The king of the house husbands. Here, here. Here, here. Thank you so much, Amber Lee. Thank you so much. We could not regret it more. <laughs> <laughs> could not regret her. We were like firm on it. We were. So, it's so it, like, okay, really quick. 
I don't like know if we're just a jinx or something. Uh, it happens all the time because it, I think it was all in that episode too. That like there's a lot of things that just happened back to back. I think it was all in that one episode we did where we were like, Crystal never posts about her coconut water. And then she posts all I've been seeing is her post about her damn coconut water. I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, and she doesn't even talk about it. Cut to me checking her stories. I'm like, oh, wait, does she like this all the time? Literally, I'm just seeing all this coconut. I don't know if maybe she was doing it. I never I just never saw it because I like didn't. I'm also blocked by her. So like I don't check her stuff all the time. Yeah, like she nothing but coconut water. Mauricio comes out of the gate with the most damning thing I've ever heard on House Husbands. God. Yeah. This happens to Ono Chelsea all the time. She's like, like what is happening? she's like, if, as soon, Chelsea's like, as soon as I say I love a housewife, like she was like talking about Salt Lake City. She's like, Jenny is the future of the franchise. And then literally <laughs> They recorded the episode and while she was editing it, all that shit came out about Jenny. And she was like, well, uh, okay. (laughs) That happened. (laughs) Damn it. So yes, it's, uh, it happened. It's the curse of the world of podcasting and content creating. We're like, it's, you want to know why I blame Bravo? Although not for the Mauricio thing, the Mauricio thing, someone commented something perfect. The money has really changed him. Because he wasn't like he has he wasn't like this before. Yeah, he's he's gotten very I mean, they're making they're like billionaires, practically. They're so, so loaded. And it's so funny. Remember, we were also talking last week about like how like, you know, they had like he's been pretty good at staying clean and like not really in the drama and da 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 da. Even even with like uh, LVP and Brainy trying to bring up his alleged indiscretions. Now that he said this thing, you know, everyone's upset with him. So now everyone's coming out of the woodwork. I like saw this one video yeah. of people talking about like, oh, Kyle and him have an arrangement. Like, I mean, this is all alleged. I don't there's no hard evidence supporting this. Just want to put a disclaimer. Yeah. So I'm not saying I believe this, but it's just so interesting now. Like when you start when you start going messy, people, even whether whether it's yes. true or not. That's when you're that is when you're going to start getting your name dragged, you know, what? And again, I'm not saying all. that's why I'm not even really going to go into detail because like. That's not verifiable at this moment, so not I wouldn't like the. Actually, I'll save the rest of my analysis from because we haven't even talked about the episode yet. We Pia and I knew. I'm sure we knew that we. This were, was going to be. This was going to be a, be a week. One. I actually, and it's so funny because I thought last week was going to be a week with uh, Diana, and I actually felt like once we got to, I was like, actually, it's like she's so dry that even when yeah. I thought I was going to have a lot to say, I really didn't. Yeah. This. This was is the week. This is the week. Um. But okay, so. Right before we go into the full recap of the episode, I have to say something about how Erica has chosen not to say one word on social media about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And let me let me say let me put it this way. It was one thing when she was screwing over victims of plane crashes and, you know, explosions and all this shit. But we don't know them. We know Jax, okay? Yeah. Now it's personal. It's very personal. So the fact that she couldn't humble her ass. We also know Oliver. 
and we know Garcelle. So the fact that she couldn't humble her ass enough to at least just post something like I was a little I I overconsumed my liquor. I should never have been hitting on Oliver and calling his his wife a baby mama. Very inappropriate. We haven't even got into the episode. Like she I get that she was going to eventually it's like it's going to come out on the show. She'll say something to Garcelle on the show. Because the I have never received more follower feedback about these clips than before. Like people were really triggered by this stuff. Like this was really hard. It was not just the way she treated Oliver and the way she treated Jax, but like the way they were all laughing about it afterwards. It was really difficult for people to watch. Um and so the fact that Erica just continues to be like, fuck you all. Oh, I don't give a shit. How many fucks do I give? Even in this scenario. And garbage beyond garbage. I will since we I was going to wait to say this, but I think this is actually a better time to say it. Um, now that the episode ha- has aired and um, the clip of her apologizing to Garcelle has aired, which will uh I feel like we'll talk about that later. I don't want to go too far into the since it's the since it's for next week anyway. Yeah. Um, Now she's starting to post about it. Kind of right. Oh, she is a little but like in um, passive aggressive way. Um, So she posted her apology like and I felt like that was her. Oh, she did. She her her apology from the clip, the clip of the apology that she did to Garcelle. She did post that on her story. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. So it's almost to me. Uh, she did that last night, like after the episode aired. Um, to me, that was like her saying, like, mic drop, like I was quiet this whole week because I knew I had already apologized to Garcelle. So there was no need for me to, like, say anything to you guys. Like, like yes. she's like, she's like, it was like uh, it felt like an air of like, I don't owe you guys anything. I yes. apologize yes. to Garcelle. That's how I felt. And then if you go through her timeline, I don't know if it's still up, but there was a video of a black content creator uh like uh praising her in the sense of like how she was so excited to watch this episode because she loves erica and she's an erica stan and she happens to be a black content creator and i almost felt like she reposted it because she is black and she wanted of course and she wanted to be like see like not everyone agrees with like the narrative that like I had maybe had microaggression like um towards Oliver and um Jackson you know it felt like a subtle way of saying like that is not how the whole community feels does that do you follow me when I say that that's how I felt when I saw it. I was like it just seems like I don't really see her reposting a lot of people and it just seems so calculated Mm-hmm. that happened to be oh it's like, just like I, what Rinna does that when Rinna posts the black content creators it's like yeah I what you're and doing Rinna, but Rinna's so much more obvious with it mm. and so like for me I was like did anybody catch that because that's how I felt like it wasn't so obvious but like I was like it just seems convenient that this week that like you know I don't know because like but like it's and like she you has said, a lot though. of Erica and there's a lot of Erica stands. So it's oh, not like, of she, course, she has plenty of videos that she can repost. It's just interesting. She chose that one. Of course she did, because remember, she went up to Lonnie Love and said, people who support me don't look like this. They look like you. Yeah. So she needs to remind everyone. Um, but it's like you said, she. It's her. 
I apologize to Garcelle, so I don't need to apologize to you bitches. Yeah, I already said my apologies. It's like you didn't really, though. You didn't you hadn't seen the footage, so you didn't know the extent of what you did. You apologize thinking that you were talking to them like adults, but you didn't see you didn't really know what you did. Now you've seen it and it would be nice if you could at least realize that the community you've offended deserves it yeah like i think it i think it deserves more we deserve more of uh an open letter apology than just reposting a clip of you apologizing to garcelle like and that's like good enough and a clip again not of you not knowing exactly what you did because you were basically blacked out yeah so and of course nothing from dorit Oh, Dorit is like, listen, honey, if she is like, I am just trying to wait until the Kathy bits get back. And that's when I'm going to start posting again because or like talk. Well, she's posting. <laughs> she's posting her Thor stuff with Kyle, which I think I sent you that. You, d- I didn't get a chance to, to watch it, but you said something. Let me just tell everybody what this text said. Okay. So he sends me this text and this is I'm going to call it the caption, but she sent with it. Dorit's acting is better than Kyle's. <laughs> it was I haven't checked but I'm not surprised because when when Kyle does promotional stuff it's always so pushed and cringy it's it like, was very Kyle. pushed. that is the perfect word it was very pushed yeah and I felt like Dorit had more fun moments I was like because Dorit's and I think it's because Dorit's not an actor so she had fun she was just having fun and happy to be there like she was just like she was just having a good time like, I know how to have fun Kyle's like, this is my profession. Yeah, she was like, she was like, I need some reaction here. (laughs) Like, Dorit's like, like, it's just like, she's just like, I'm here. I am Uh, here. And way more fun watching her than than Kyle. Dorit's not going to get off the hook for me. I completely forgot about Dorit. Oh, no. Literally, like, I posted she's not about how she's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's not off that. No, she's not off the hook. But when we get into the episode, Remind me about <laughs> remind me, <laughs> remind me um, that <laughs> I literally I posted about how Erica hadn't said anything. And I was like, wow. Um, uh, I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. And then uh, and then uh, uh, someone commented, what about Dorit? And I literally was like, oh, yeah. What the fuck? So then I I was about to make a post about like, yeah, like what about Dorit? And then I realized, wait, Dorit's literally like hoping no one will notice her there. She's like, hello. And then so I used the bridesmaid scene of her like I'm Mrs. Iglesias or she's like trying to sneak into first class. And that is Dorit right now. She's like, it was perfect. No one gonna say anything about me. Okay, cool. We're all mad at Kyle. I love it. We're all mad at Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, she fucked up. <laughs> like, honestly, that when I saw your clip, first of all, Bridesmaids is one of my, you know, it is my favorite comedy. And I, on a regular, do that little meme. Like, it's not me, it's Mrs. Inglacius. Like, and it was the perfect place to put that. <laughs> it was so perfectly executed. It was so, it's so true. Because I... I'm so like immediately when there's any drama on the housewives, like get my phone out and I am immediately like looking up everything, like who's commenting on who, like, oh, they're not like liking that person's thing. And I keep I kept like looking at every single person's thing and like especially the people who were directly involved. And I was like, 
yeah, they're not saying anything. I was like, she is so hoping. And you, what I was thinking, you illustrated, I was like, that is what I was thinking. (laughs) I was literally thinking that. I was like, that is exactly how I felt. I was like, (laughs) she's just like gliding. So she's like, she really is hoping no one. (laughs) All right. I'm not mad at that, like in the sense of like self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. uh, because I don't know like what she could say. And that's why I'm like, also, Dorit, Kyle, I'm not your friend. Because her first statement was like a little bit of like, I wasn't there. So I would never react to something like that if I was there. That's what she said. Uh-huh, she's, yeah. And OK, well, well here, we'll get into and it. I feel like because, Dorit, by the way, Kyle, Kyle was actually like right in the vicinity of it happening. A bunch of content creators like pulled it. Like Kyle is actually right next to Garcelle as they're leaving. Mm. And like Garcelle just like walks past Kyle and walks right back in. Kyle's right there, but Kyle is blacked out drunk, too. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't present. I don't feel like she was actually like listening. She Kyle was, was like, probably huh? trying to she was probably trying to fi- figure out she can uh, fit in another split before cameras went down. Camera down. I cannot stand her. <laughs> I again done with Kyle done with Renna done done. And Dorit, you're on you're on notice. Dorit, you're on notice. We'll see how you play this. Yeah. Um, like. You are on thin ice with me. PK is about oh. to get thrown in the goddamn river. Mauricio. And you know, PK, and you know, she's going to be like at the reunion. Well, PK, she, you know, PK, it's just, it's British humor. So he, he didn't even know what we were talking about. And he just, and Kyle's going to claim Mauricio didn't either. Oh, but we'll get, I, we'll get into, we'll get into it. We yeah. have, we still have, okay. But before we do, I, w- okay. FYI guys, I, I do have a, a fancy new computer on its way, but I can't do any fun video editing, but I still want Pia and I to use our diamonds for our intro. So Pia, let's get, let's do it. Okay. Hold on. Next, next time I promise I'll be able to put some fun video. Okay. You ready? Uh, these are our diamonds. Diamonds on. They look really, ooh. You see the girth on this? Look at that. I know these are, these are like the size. Look at that. These are the, these are the uh, actual earrings uh, that Erica has to get back. (laughs) We each have one. We have confiscated them and they are on the way. Yes, these are, these are ours. (laughs) No, they're not. We're giving them back. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we stole them. We stole them and we are re- returning them to the rightful place. Yes. OK, this episode is titled Calamity Jane. Whatever. I mean, I wasn't held at gunpoint. I'm sorry. It starts off with Erica, like wasted on Dorit. One of my biggest pet peeves are the drunks that don't stop hanging on you. I really don't. I'm like, OK, it's only fun for you. Uh, and she's like, a bartender. Get another drink. And she then Dorit's like, uh oh, this is on camera. Uh okay, so now we're at Diana and Sutton and Kyle. And Sutton is like, look, I I have so much sympathy for you. I've lost two babies. And here goes Kyle. Here's what I thought was gonna happen. Okay, here's what I thought was gonna happen. Ready? Yeah. She's gonna go, wait, you lost two babies? I didn't know that. That's not what happened, though, is it? No, of course not. What happened, Pia? What did Kyle say to Sutton? She said, wait, uh, you you didn't tell us that. Like she said something like she you didn't tell us that like that, like that didn't like ha- she didn't say that didn't happen. But she like she said, said, I'm sorry. This sounds like bullshit. That is what she said. 
Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Like I'm, I'm bad at the direct codes. Oh my gosh. She said it's bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. She did say that. Oh my, I rem, I, oh my God. She so said that. I even that I, oh my, I was on the floor. Like she did say that. Like she said, it's I feel like bullshit. I, can't, I can't like my brain took that out because I was like, no person would ever tell somebody that's bullshit. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this sounds like bullshit. She did say that. I, I could not believe that that, oh that was what she said. She said and she held her and said it and looked in her eyes and said it. She said she held her hands together like a fucking hostage. She and she was to. like, she was like, that was bullshit. Can I'm sorry. About, I'm why sorry. did she keep grabbing her? I, Honestly, that whole scene made me so uncomfortable. You do yeah. not even understand. I was actually yeah. really hard for me to watch that. Me too. I have never witnessed in all of like my life seen a woman be actually really bullied by two. Agreed. Uh, two like grown grown women. Two grown women actually bully another woman. And they're like, yes, we can say no. Have you seen Atlanta? Have you seen uh, New York? Mm. Not all, all the other ones or a Jersey. It's not the same. She was sitting down. She was cornered. She was being vulnerable. She was crying and she wanted to. She didn't want to be there in that moment. I wanted her to leave. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Kyle was literally physically preventing her from like, because I feel like Kyle wanted her to stay there to like do whatever Kyle wanted her to do. And she kept on trying to do trying to move away from Kyle and just try to finish up her conversation with um, Diana. And it just made me so uncomfortable because I was like, that is literally and I don't like when people I try not to use the word bullying too much because I think it has gotten it's overused. Um, it's overused. So now it, the effect of it isn't there. But that to me was just straight Bad. up bullying. And at one point when she pulled Sutton, Sutton was like, whoa, like Sutton yes, really got she, yanked. She was. Yes. Sutton was getting yanked. Um, She was she was pushing her. She was holding her. She literally yeah, was holding like, her hands like. Like you would have holding her shoulders, her shoulders, holding her shoulders. And Diana is making faces at her like she's a four year old. Like. Like it was Diana's over here taunting Kyle's physically taunting her so bad. It was it was crazy. Oh, sorry. Hold on one second. I forgot to plug my computer in. Hold on. Oh, no. I'm going to pause this because I can't edit it later. Pausing. We're back. Um, I have no idea what we we're talking about. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, here, I'll, oh, I'll manhandling, bullying, manhandling, bullying. But then um, Sutton is like, she's trying. She's confused as to what Kyle wants from her. She's like, do you want me to be compassionate or not? And Diana goes, you called me soulless, honey. You said she had no empathy. You said you have none. OK, and then so Sutton is now in tears and what they didn't show what they showed in the preview clip for next week is when Sutton said she'd had two miscarriages. Diana's like, oh, here come the tears. Oh, your big blue eyes. Oh, like she was fully mocking her. She was. And that's so disgusting. But and so Sutton is hilarious. They're green. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sutton, Sutton. She's like, let's be specific. <laughs> um, but Sutton instead 
they don't show that. So when she's like, so that is horrendous. Like it's how does disgusting. Kyle, how does Kyle not go? All right. Like stop. Well, but then Sutton goes, this is me trying to relate and be real. And so then rightfully she says, but if you want to be a motherfucker and then Kyle's like, hold on, don't talk to her like that. And is shaking her. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Cause I actually, until you just said that part, I actually didn't piece it together that way. And now that makes sense. Oh my God. Editing is so fucking shady. I think I might re-edit that scene actually and post it. Yeah. Because like, even with them showing me that, I don't forget, (laughs) even with them um, showing me that in this episode, I still didn't even realize that the motherfucker came after Diana doing that. I just thought they were showing a clip of Diana being rude. But I also uh, I have a feeling it has to be because it's right when she started talking no, about no. it. Right. Right. It Am I is. making that up? No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. Like you're one thousand percent right. That is exactly what happened. And, and it makes then mo- that makes like more sense. It happen? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I like the, like I was saying last week, like the way Kyle was acting towards Sutton was really annoying to me and just like hard to watch because it's like. Diana would say some terrible things to Sutton and then Sutton would say some terrible things to Diana. But that's when Kyle would jump in and be all over her and being like, you can't say that. And it was just getting on my nerves because it was like it wasn't Sutton just going off on Diana like Kyle is in her drunk mind, making it seem they're both saying nasty things to each other. So for me, that's fine. Like if they're both going to like say some things to each other, that's fine. I think that Diana was going way overboard. And I feel like Sutton was more so like just saying shit back to Diana after Diana's like poking at her, to be honest. But they're two grown women. Like, like, let them talk. Like, why are you even over here, Kyle? Like Kyle was even like bending over and like prepared at any time. Anytime Sutton would say something, she was like bending over, ready for Sutton to talk. And as soon as she did, she's like, no, stop it. No, I was like, okay, why are you like barricading her from having any kind of an opinion here? It's. You need to, it was very, very fucked up. And so then Kyle to like add insult to injury said, listen, she lost a baby. You didn't maybe years ago. We don't know. That really fucking pissed me off so fucking much because she like, like the audacity to even suggest that she's making that up right now or put it out there like she's putting it out there so now this is gonna be uh, and she, she, <coughs> excuse me and she Kyle knows what she's doing she knows that if she says it the fans will run with it and they'll just they'll be like well does can she sudden proof that she like he's, people are disgusting but like the fan like fan, like people who are like don't like Sutton would be out like out there saying like maybe she didn't she was like it's they're, they're gonna start a whole conversation about it and it's like Kyle knew that what she, what she was doing I don't care if she was drunk or not she knew she's producing then, she's always producing and then Sutton goes well she's looking at me like I'm the devil Danny goes are you I don't know okay Kyle step in Kyle hello because she you know why Sutton Kyle's not your friend because she thinks those things no. of you. That's why she's not stepping in. It's the same thing like last year when Garcelle was upset with Rena for not stepping in when Dorit was going off on her. And she was like, I was just surprised that you didn't like say anything in my defense or she's and then Rena in her confessional is like, why would I like I agree essentially? And that is yep. why Kyle 
did not say anything in defense of Sutton because she pretends like she's Sutton's friend, but she is not. No. And she thinks those things of her. And it's actually true. Just skipping ahead a tiny bit when Kyle leaves and she says, oh, uh, to Garcelle. Oh, uh, they're arguing over there. Uh, Sutton crying as always. Did you hear that? Uh huh. Ugh. She, that's um, what she thinks of her. Yeah. And um, Sutton then starts begging for forgiveness. Oh, I was gosh. so annoyed by this. But th- do you see, though, that this is Diana is like evil like that. Like she knows how to like get in people's head. She's like an interrogator or some shit for like she's like a spy because she she has. Hold on. Let me actually backtrack real quick to like last week Sutton Sutton's Southern manners are a bit passive aggressive. So the way she sat Diana down and wasn't like, why did you send that text message to the group saying you weren't coming? You were on bed rest and now you're here. Instead, she's like, how are you doing? Well, that's confusing. It, if you don't know what she's doing, if you don't know what Southern charm is, you're like, what the fuck? are you saying to me? And Diana won't understand that. So I'll give, I, I listen, you know me, I call it fair. I'm not a big Sutton stand. So I, I can agree that Sutton is going to rub someone the wrong way, but Kyle, that's your friend. You've made a choice to be Sutton's friend now for years. You let her rent your house. You let her, you've hung out with her. You've nurtured a friendship. So you obviously know that Sutton's not perfect, but you like her. But now, because she had one freak out on Diana back in Mexico, which she immediately apologized for and owned up to later when she's like, Diana, I promise not to scream on the boat and tried her best to continue to make Diana feel welcome. Kyle is still, because of that, willing to just be like, yep, Sutton is a devil. Yeah. First of all, I still don't feel like, first of all, I'm tired of Sutton apologizing to people who don't need apologies. Okay, because I don't even think that Diana deserved an apology on the Mexico because Diana inserted herself in that conversation. Like she wouldn't have like she, she was I, I, I kind of agreed with Sutton, like she put herself in the crosshairs there. Um, so like I wasn't like that mad about it. Like, sure, I was a little sorry, fine for like screaming. But like, I didn't really care if she apologized or not, because also Diana shut your mouth. Like You didn't have to be in this conversation like you inserted yourself in a hot like, what do you expect when you insert yourself in a, in a, a two people who are arguing about something and then you insert yourself in it? Like, you're, of course, they're going to react. They're already heated. So like, I just like, what the fuck do you expect? I don't know. And then I'm tired of I didn't think that Sutton should have apologized to Diana in that moment after she's been mocking her the entire time. But I do agree with you that Sutton is passive aggressive. And I guess it is because of her southernness or whatever. But like, I don't know, I just like I just felt like it still didn't like require all of what happened in that freaking no. moment. Like it was like a because passive, like it was a passive aggressive statement. Yes. But did. Yes. All of and, but, the but other did. Things. But were you a shithead, Diana, for sending that message and then showing up with your book as the gift? Yeah, it was like super odd. And then like the whole thing, the processional of it too, like it was weird, <laughs> all black, wearing all black or processional of like white flowers. By to- the way, the book isn't a gift. 
Yeah, that's not that's the most like that's the most narcissistic. Gift. That's passive aggressive. That is the, the thing is, let's be real. They're Who's passive all passive aggressive. Uh-huh. Right. It's Actually, like that's true. They're all passive. They are all, all of them. We could give examples, including ourselves, ourselves. All of them. Every Ooh. last one of them are passive aggressive. So that's why I guess I'm just like, I don't there we really go. care. Yep. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I, I can't even pretend to care. Like, so, so, but then, so Sutton's now begging for forgiveness and Diana realizes she has the power and she goes, it's all good. It takes time to get to know people. And then they hug. And then of course, Kyle, who, what did you want from this conversation? I don't know what you wanted. She's annoyed that they are hugging and yeah, making she, up. She's like, oh, I'm going to go. You guys, I can't even I can't even I can't even handle you guys. Oh, she wanted somebody to storm out and she didn't. She wanted get a that. moment. Yep. She, she didn't did. get that. She wanted Diana to slap Sutton or something like she wanted something <laughs> crazy to happen. I don't yeah. Know, like, I don't think she wanted. But, you know, she wanted something dramatic to happen. And when and Kyle does this, she always does this. When people decide that they're going to just shelf something because they don't feel like putting any more energy into it, whether it be fake or not, Kyle hates it because she lives for the drama and she wants and that's why she's always making sure she's right there next to him, continuing to stir, fix, stir the, the pot. You know what I mean? She's she's just it's just like she's so transparent. And the thing is, she should ask for LVP to come back because LVP was really masking all her shade for all of these years. Yes, because LVP is just so much more of a like villainy character. But like for me, likable villain, villain, <laughs> I know not you. We're not going to go there. We're not going down that rabbit hole. Um, but um, like. Kyle has gotten to like be in the background doing her stuff. And now it's like, there's no one to hide you, girl. You're exposed. And I don't know how many more seasons you can take. Cause she's not, she's also not like scrappy. So like, I just don't know how much more of this she can take. She's not scrappy. She's so sensitive. And have you seen uh, before filming, before they started the show or before it aired, did you see her doing interviews saying this may she may not come back to Housewives? But I feel like she always says that. I think no, I actually think this might I think she might know how this was going to play out. I think she might be like, I didn't have a good seat. I think this might be my last. Season. I mean, I honestly with Mauricio getting his Netflix show that I hope everyone doesn't watch. <laughs> no. Yeah, we are. we're definitely boycotting that show. Um. I feel like she's like, you know what? Maybe I'll just collect my diamond and put it on the shelf and yeah, let her she get to do fun little away. interviews here yeah. and there. Do like ultimate girls trips. Yeah. Go do those. Bye bye. Um, all right. So then, of course, Kyle has to store. She's like, oh, then she goes and sits next to Garcelle and as acting as if she had to be in there. I know, she's, like someone is like, they made me say that. She's like, oh, my God, I can't with them. And Garcelle's like, oh, are, is Sutton crying? Like you said, and she's like, of course. Oh, my God. Kyle, you could have left when Garcelle left. You didn't have to be in there. You made it worse. Yeah, I actually uh, think she did make it worse. 
And then I felt bad because Sutton was so uncomfortable. But like as they as Diane and her leaving, um, Sutton tries to like make light of it. And she's like, now I just feel terrible, like the worst person ever. And Diana's like, "Okay." Diana feels like she won. And I really don't like that. I mean, and I think that she'll probably continue to think she won until we get to the reunion. I think that it's I feel like even at the reunion, I bet. Yeah, like I don't think that they expected us not to like Diana. <laughs> <laughs> they really put all the eggs in that basket, didn't they? Yeah. They like, I think all of, because, you know, when someone new and rich comes in, they're like, oh, they're going to love her. They're going to love this one. No, rich does not give you a personality. Rich does not nope. make a personality. Nope. No. No. And so as if that wasn't enough, now Eric is like, Garcelle, where's your hot son? And we have a problem. And <sighs> the way, like, the way she's screaming at Oliver, like, Oliver, get over here. You're hot. Get over here. It's like, this is so disrespectful. Uh, and then are you married? Yes, I'm married. Well, have your baby mama contact me and my DMs. We can get it in three way. If you're watching this, Erica, and you see yourself doing this, this is be like, take that apology you gave Garcelle in that at Sutton's housewarming and say, okay, hold on. I didn't see all this. I didn't see all that. This is very fucked up. Yeah, it's like there's so many levels of why this is fucked up. Like one, don't beckon anybody like he's like your little like boy toy. Come over here like he's a man. Uh, grown man and you don't need to be shouting at him like that because like again if the roles were reversed and he was shouting at you like that everyone would be like what like everyone's opinion of that would not be it's funny it would be like that is so misogynistic that is so aggressive that is so uncomfortable like it would have been a whole thing Garcelle would have had to like beg for them not to be upset with her like you know what I mean right right for two you asked him and it's like one thing, like he is an adult. Or whatever, I guess it like I think it's still disrespectful to try to hit on your friend's son, married son. That, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I already think that on that level, I think it's disrespectful. But you ask the question, whatever you shoot your shot. Are you married? Which I'm like, OK, she's at least asking that before she goes any further. And he says, yes. I'm thinking she's going to stop right there. Then like, damn, like say something funny, like, damn, she continues to 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 go for him, which is now disrespectful to his wife. I don't care. And if you're kid joking. And, and kid. Yes, exactly. Thank you. His wife and kids, kids. That's so to disrespect their sanctity of marriage, because who do you because you think you're Erica Jane and he should be just so happy that you're hitting on him. And I think that's what she thinks. Like, he's going to like, it's okay because I'm Erica Jane. So it's funny. Like, like, of course, he's going to be like flattered that I'm hitting on him. Like, it doesn't matter that he's married. It's like she thinks she's like J-Lo, like like it would be like, even though like, yeah, it's not cute when anybody does it. Even doesn't matter who you are. No one's above anybody. But like, that's what she thinks she is. She thinks she's J-Lo and that like, he's just gonna be so flattered that she even like considered it. Right. Yep. Oh, or she's yes, Kardashian. exactly it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so there's a disrespect on his family level right there. 
And then she goes into her microaggressions. Would you have, and I say that because like, I, I don't want to like Rena to accuse me of making it a, a racial thing just to make it a racial thing, but I do, but, the th- but if it is a racial thing, I do want to call it out. And I do feel like, I don't think she meant it in that way. And I want to preface it that way, but it, that's what they're, why they're called microaggressions. Like you do things that you don't realize you're doing. Like she changed her whole way of speaking to him, her tone. Um, like, I don't think that she would have used that same approach with like a, a white man Ooh. that she found attractive. Like calling, if she had asked, said to a white man that she found attractive, Hey, are you married? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll tell your baby mama. I really don't think she would have said baby mama. The stairs the going to tropes. You are correct. <laughs> oh, Pia. <laughs> Sorry. It's going into tropes and stereotypes. Um, slide into my DMs and just like all these <coughs> like little <laughs> things and stuff like that. It's just, it was just like all these things. And even like I felt a little bit of a way with even her saying, I'm talking to your boy, Garcelle. These boys are is a way that like white women and white men would talk to uh grown ass men black men <laughs> it's extremely there was just like a lot of little microaggressions and like i <sighs> again i do not think she was actively thinking that but it, but that's what a microaggression is it's deep rooted um and she is from the south so i don't know like what she was exposed to there and there is a lot of history of of like you know microaggressions and racism there so I just like like it would make sense that she didn't even realize that that's like you know something within her everything um, you just said so the, the, yeah so that's what so she, I was thinking when I watched that and I was that was made me so uncomfortable so she I feel like she really does go all over and he was and also his bo- look at his body language that whole time he was very uncomfortable and even within that discomfort he was keeping a distance but he didn't want to embarrass her and he didn't want to make it a big deal, even though he was uncomfortable. You can see it in his tent. <coughs> he extended his hand to just even respectfully decline her advances and just, and, you know, also respect his mother. And he was, he was, she was also putting him in a position to dismiss what his, his mom is trying to get him out of there. And she's telling her mom. Hold on, dude. When Garcelle comes up, because Garcelle, Garcelle's like, Oliver, don't walk over there. And Oliver sits down. So she, she, Garcelle gets up right away. She's like, no, we are now leaving. So she's like, Oliver, let's go. And Erica says, sweetheart, I'm talking. Microaggression. Sweetheart. That's like these like words that she's are she's using to these grown women, these grown black people. It's not okay. Sweetheart, fuck you, fuck you. I was so disgusted when she's sweetheart. I'm talking. I love you. Happy birthday, Oliver. I'm like, okay, that's his mother, <clears throat> his mom, and you're putting him in a bad position too because you're speaking to his mother like that, and like he's trying to keep it like he's towing a line of like, does he defend his mother in this moment? Does he just keep it like he wants to keep his mom's party like chill? Like he also has to make sure he's not like and he, you're like also putting him as a like, again, I'm so sorry, like for anybody who's going to feel like this is like getting really like racial, but it, it's just it's really hard not to to point these things out. 
like he is a black man in a put in this position and he has to be very careful on how he conducts himself in this space. Exactly. And I just felt for Oliver and I don't know if I just don't feel like we like not we but like collectively like we've all said it we thought the I feel like everybody's pretty much on the same page that we thought that it was terrible what uh, Erica did to Oliver but I don't think we've ever really I don't think we've uh, a lot of people really deeply analyzed why actually that would be like all of the things that was done to this man in one fail swoop and Garcelle's put in a fucked up position because she knows that she has to be careful how she maneuvers this because if she rightfully screams at this bitch right now, it will be turned against her. Oh, absolutely. It, it, you're so right about that. It's so true. And it's unfair. Rena, Rena will be like, so I heard there was a problem. It's like it will be misconstrued exactly. for the whole season. And I'm and I am happy. Like, I'm sorry. I'm it sucks that she can't even be able to react in the way that she wants to react because of what you just said, Emily. But I am happy that she was able to keep her composure. And I knew she would be able to because Garcelle is a class act. Yeah, Um, because it didn't give them the room to dismiss this as much as they I think they really wanted to. They they mean they tried as much as as they they could. They, They definitely tried. But it was much harder for them to accomplish it because Garcelle didn't give them any anything. Anything. And so let's move on to the next part of it. So they clearly are like, okay, Crystal is like, as you know, Garcelle's getting them out. Crystal's like, Garcelle, do you want your flowers? And Garcelle's like, sure. She's probably she's just like fuming. She's like, uh-huh. She get the fucking flowers. So Crystal goes over to grab him. Obviously, Jax being such a good boy. Jax just hears that and is like, I'll go help grab the flowers. And as he goes to grab the flowers, Erica says, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here before you get in trouble. And then as he's across the way, she goes, get out. Okay, I get it. I get she's going to she's claiming that they were she was talking to them like they were adults. They were joking. They he had he had no look of like recognition of her. It's not like he wasn't like, oh, ha ha. We've been doing this all night. So your 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 apology to to Garcelle in the moment at Sutton's housewarming was not enough because you didn't know the full extent of what you did. Now you do. So we you deserve we deserve more as the viewers and Garcelle deserves more. Yeah. And like, even in the flashback of Crystal talking to Erica about her behavior and like Erica saying like, I mean, yeah, like I shouldn't have been talking to the 16 year olds like that. And she's like, she corrects her. And she's like, he's 14. We will this get is- to that. Okay. We will get- I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Because there's other layers to it that okay, are from other so think, seasons. Okay. You probably know you probably know what I'm gonna talk about. Or maybe you don't, but maybe we have there's I, so many actually, layers. Actually, I didn't and now I do. And now okay. you don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> and now you don't know what I'm gonna know, and then you don't know mm-hmm. what I don't know. Um okay, so Dorit's like, he's getting flowers for his mama. And Erica goes, bullshit. She's a mess, obviously, but Garcelle finds out. And I mean, it's the strength that she had to walk in just to say you hurt Jax's feelings. I know. I thought that was actually really tender. 
because know. it reminded us that he's a kid. He has fucking feelings, asshole. Okay. I, I just got like so like tingly when you said that in like like a warm way. Like like it it was because it was like a mother. Yeah. She she was already angry for her one son, and then to find out another son has just gotten it is in a, in a different way, and she's just like enough. Like it was just like it was beyond anger. She's just like hurt now. Like it's just like, like enough. You hurt his feelings, you bitch. Yeah, you like fucking, we're like you fucking bitch, fucking bitch. Oh. And so, and then Erica continuing, like, Garcelle. And Dorit's like, no, no, no. Oh, and then she, whis- she whispers something in Dorit's ear that they don't even subtitle. Uh, she, uh, what did she, she say? She said, Garcelle's going to make this into a thing, something along those lines. Not, that's not verbatim, but she said something like, Garcelle, like she, or like Garcelle is making this into like, she was saying like Garcelle was like, Annie up. And then she was like, I think Dorit kind of was like, no, you're just like, no, you lie. I'm pretty sure like, yeah, go back to it. But it's like something along those lines. Like she's like making this into a. She's pretty much saying that some, to sum it up, she was, she was telling Dorit like Garcelle is making this into a big deal. And I think Dorit like said something like, no, nah, just be quiet. Like, cause you, no, you are in the wrong here. <laughs> like, just be quiet. Girl. <laughs> I think that's when that's what Dorit was like, just quiet, like, because like, no, you're actually not here in present to realize that you're the one. Shut your mouth right now. I'm being a fr- Dorit's being a friend to uh, to Erica right now. I'm trying to shut her ass up before she digs even more of a hole. Uh, all right. So that disaster. But go over. back and watch. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. I couldn't. He, I still can't hear. I've listened. I've watched it eighty thousand times. I can't hear it. I'm. I've, I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, I have really bad hearing though. This is facts. So it's. I oftentimes. I also feel like titles. I tend to hear. I feel like I'm always the person that always hears what people are saying under their breath. Ooh, you have one of those. Like that's like a tone that you pick up on. Yeah, because like people do that shit all the time. I was like, anybody else hear that? <laughs> Like, I heard that shit. You're like, um, hello. Maybe I, just um, always I need, like it for I, the need tea. To, I need to pause for one second. One second, guys. OK, thank you for allowing us to pause. Pia, what did you discover upon your rewatch of that clip? What did so, she say under her breath? She said she, she was whispered to Dorit. She was pushing it. And Dorit's like, no, she's like, she was pushing it. And she was like, no. So. So she was that was like what I said, like essentially like she's it's, she's she's saying that Garcelle is, you know, making a mountain out of molehill if it, making this situation bigger than it is. She's mm-hmm. she's making it. Into oh, a situation. yeah. And so can you imagine if Garcelle had actually yelled at her? Yeah. And she yeah, Garcelle was pretty firm. She just said, don't <laughs> talk to my son like that and walked away like it wasn't a thing. She didn't yell. I would have like, oh, God, mm-hmm. I think I would have charged her. <laughs> Because here I don't have a kid, but I have a little sister. And even to this day, as a grown adult, if I if my sister is arguing with someone, I have to check myself because I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Like even with even with my brother in law, like sometimes when they get in a fight, I have to I'm like, hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. This isn't my like I have to I I'm very protective of people. So I I know Garcelle had so much on her head because she's like, we're filming. 
I know that the whole season has to, we have to film so much of the season still. Like she had so many things running through her head. And it's also, there's no point in talking to someone that drunk. There's no point. Yeah. You know, I just thought of something really quick. Mm. Uh, we haven't gotten to this part of the season yet, obviously. But I always thought that the reason why Renee was inserting herself in Kyle and Kathy's like drama and like, uh, and then why Erica was pointing out uh, what happened with Kathy, all that stuff that we're, we don't know exactly what happened yet that's to come was because Rena wanted a storyline, which she does. And Erica wanted to like not talk about her court case, but it's because of this. They're trying to like, Erica is trying like, Oh, they're trying to distract. Yeah. It's because they already, this has already happened. So if they make Kathy's thing into a bigger thing, it overshadows what happens with this. Wow. I think that's what, like, I mean, and Rena is team Erica. So she would probably help get that narrative like one is helps her because it gives her something to do and it helps her friend i don't know conspiracy theory wow i just like i don't know because like okay. we all assume we all assumed it was because erica's just tired of us talking about the lawsuits but we're not talking about that really that much this season hmm. i don't know okay i don't know so, guys, so, when the Kathy stuff comes up, let's keep this Erica energy. Remember yes. what she said. Yeah. Because that's what she's hoping for, that we, yes. like, we move on to Kathy. Keep yes. up this Erica energy. Uh, <coughs> so, Garcelle, she goes into glam the next day to, like, Kiki with her glam team. And Robert was living for all of it. He's like, I was living for Kyle, rubbing her vagina all over the dance floor. Erica being messy and Garcelle's like, yeah, you liked it, but that wasn't fun for me. But they were that was that they were being everything that a glam squad is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but then Crystal takes Dorit to self-defense class. And I'm not going to go too far into this, but I loved when Dorit showed up. And this is very Dorit. She goes, I'm a big believer in having the tools to protect yourself. <laughs> You're a big believer in that, Dorit. Okay. But now let's move on to the more infuriating scene, which is the Kyle and Sutton dinner. Wait, really quick. I just wanted to tell you something about the uh, uh, Dorit scene. I used to live over there. I was like, we all, I know that exact area. Okay. I was like, I was like, and that's my favorite Wendy's in that parking lot. <laughs> I know that's a ghetto area too. That's like not, I was like, they were I, there. They have to, I know. I was like, guys, you do understand the area that they were in. I was so <laughs> Freaking shocked that Dorit agreed yeah. to to go there, and that is the best Wendy's ever. Okay, just why wait. is it so good? So freaking fresh! It looks like the pictures. It's like <laughs> there will be lines around oh, the corner. Yeah, it's elite. Uh, the Wendy's by me now in Burbank. Mm, not so good. They, not good. Oh. Like lettuce is dull. <gasps> oh, and, and oh, they whether I post made it or go in the drive through they will forget something in my fucking bag. Like they fought one, one time I post made it and they forgot a whole sandwich. It's the sandwich, the drink. I ordered two sandwiches. So Sean did not have a sandwich that day. I was like, I'm still hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Sean. <laughs> like you didn't really want a sandwich. Did you? 
<laughs> that sucks for you, man. Bummer. <laughs> so sorry. All right. That was a really good t- tangent, but. Um, so they, they get to the Italian restaurant and they order their food. I need to point out that Sutton's dish didn't look like gnocchi. So I needed to, I was like, was it risotto? Yeah, that did, I did not. I, I thought the same thing, Emily. I was like, that's gnocchi. I was like, she changed her order and they didn't talk about it. Cause that is risotto. Yeah. That's I was like, that is not, not, that is, I was like, that's not it. That's mm. not, that's, they got the wrong dish. Um, Kyle's pasta look so good. Yeah. No, it made me want pasta. Like I want it. So this good. Italian restaurant did a good job because that looked good. Yeah, it looks so good. But Kyle's like, okay, let's. So here's let me just translate what this scene was for Kyle. Kyle was like, okay, Sutton, because according to Kyle, let me let me actually <laughs> go back. Let me read Kyle's story. Apollon, like when she had issued that statement about all the scenes. She said, hi guys, I wanted to share some things with you about this week's episode. I have not seen it yet, but I've seen the clips floating around online. First, let's address my comment to Sutton. When Diana was sharing her story about having a miscarriage, I was taken aback because I felt like Sutton wasn't letting Diana have her moment to share what she had just recently gone through. I'd obviously had a few drinks and didn't express myself clearly. And I was disappointed in the way I handled myself altogether. When I woke up the next morning, I thought about what happened the night before, and I realized that maybe Sutton was sharing her story with Diana to connect with her in some way. I immediately called Sutton and apologized to her. I consider Sutton a close friend and care about her a lot. Sutton accepted my apology and we moved on. Now, okay, my point of bringing that up is that she called. So she's already called Sutton and done an apology. But this is now a scene that they're filming. And so this is supposed to be for Kyle. And Kyle hates apologizing and admitting she's wrong. This is Kyle's apology to Sutton scene. And so Sutton was supposed to shut up. Sutton was not supposed to speak. So Kyle says, you know, when I came in and you were talking about the miscarriage, Sutton goes, okay, but that's not what we were talking about, though. And Kyle goes, okay, hold on. Let me make something clear. I apologize. I don't think you made that up. And Sutton's like, huh? And Kyle's like, I don't want you to think that. Oh, did you not think that? Okay, good. And then she kind of like shoves Sutton. And then Sutton goes, okay, don't push me. And you know that on the phone call they had, she's like, and you kept pushing me and grabbing me. And Kyle was like, whatever. Because Kyle will then mock this a few times. She goes, I'm not pushing you. Kyle's like, it was a knee-jerk behavior because it was coming off odd behavior of of yours. And then when Diana was talking about her miscarriage and you were like, that happened to me too. I thought, well, that's convenient. (sighs) Sutton says, I was relating to her on a deep this. And Kyle cuts her off and says, and that is why I am apologizing. You're making it very hard to apologize to you. She's because you're not letting her have any opportunity to explain that you had no business being in the conversation. Your apology is going to be exactly what you want it to be. Just apologizing for this one little thing. You owe her a much bigger apology, much bigger apology than what you're giving her. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like. mm. 
And so Kyle's like, well, doesn't, don't you see, though, it makes sense that Diana's like weirded out by you because based on what she's seen so far and Sutton's like, OK, look, I blew up one time and then I apologized right after her. And then she demonstrates with the wine bucket like and then I was like, here you go here, hugging, hugging. And Kyle is not having it. Kyle's so pissed because she did not get her proper apology scene. And she's like, you're really hard to apologize to because you don't shut up. And so Sutton realizing that like she still needs Kyle's friendship because she wants to stay on the show. She's like, come here, give me a hug. So she gives her a hug and Kyle goes, you're not going to say I'm punching you. Well, you're not currently. So no. Yeah. So no, because you're not. When you are, I will. And it's funny. Kyle didn't address address that in her story post. She didn't address. I should not have been grabbing Sutton and pushing Sutton and holding Sutton. Like I was just drunk and was trying to make a point. Like I, She's I have say, had girlfriends do that. Like, I mean, I'm just a touchy person and my girlfriends know that about me. It's not attacking. They don't feel threatened. It's just me. I'm like when I'm drinking, I'm very all over. Like, I'll hug you, too. Like, that's what she's going to say. Guarantee at the reunion when someone when Andy brings it up, if he does. This this was like Kyle hates apologizing, but she knows she has to because it's a very touchy subject. But she was very annoyed that Sutton had any like was going to do from the script. You nailed that analysis to a fucking T. And that's that's what Kyle, because we know you really well. Uh, Oh, yeah. Hi. We know you for 12 years. Yeah. See, see how that works, Kyle. Doesn't quite have the impact you think it does. Yeah. We also know that you're going to say some really fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. Wait to see if everyone thinks it's funny or cool. And then if if it's not a no go go on an apology tour mm-hmm. and then somehow make it someone else's fault. Yep. That's you. Mm-hmm. I know. So that's what you've done for 12 years, baby. So nice try though. Anyway, now we get a big Thanksgiving segment. Um, <clears throat> Kyle's really, she, she loves the opportunity to talk about how big her family is and how she's going to be a grandma. Um, but that's whatever she has a whatever she has a fan base she's like 3.5 million followers on instagram so i mean i understand the people that like kyle because kyle again we are coming from california where we can see through the phonies right Mm -hmm. middle america cannot see what we are seeing here okay this woman, this woman, and she does, she, for a, a time there, she's done a good job of like playing what seems to be Switzerland or a mediator. But again, I think that with, it's starting to unravel. And I think everyone now is just like, she's just not being able to hide it as well. But like, yeah, I think that sh- those are built in followers, people who are just like, just loyal because of her, like from the beginning. And I, but I do think that this is the most pushback we're starting to see for, for at least Kyle. Yeah. That, that we've even seen. a lot of the posts about those clips that were the previews that were released. A lot of the posts were like, I'm a Kyle fan, but this is bad. Like a lot yeah, of them. I've were been seeing a like lot that. of that. And I think that people will still like, I don't think that this is going to be the end of Kyle no. by any means at all, because again, she's not ever directly, directly in the drama. She's just doing stupid things. And the thing is, a lot of people do stupid things. I do stupid things. You do stupid things. So 
people tend to forgive people. I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying people tend to want to forgive people who do stupid things because they they themselves know that they have said or done something stupid. So she's never directly yep. doing anything yep. to make people be like, Ugh. but like we Lisa Rinna, she yeah, like, again, she I, does. She I does need her too. gone. If she's not gone, I will not watch Lisa <clears throat> Rinna. Like she really steps in it. Mm hmm really does speaking of Rena stepping in it she goes to diana's house and she's like oh my god diana's so rich she sold her house for 87 million dollars which is damn. disgusting damn just disgusting Rena. um uh, by the way Rena added way too much orange juice into their mimosas it was disgusting do you want to know how much orange juice i want my in my mimosa i want smaller I want, than that i want you to like yeah, I don't like, obviously drink anymore. But back then I wanted it to barely be tinted. Yeah, orange. like I, I, started, I stopped even pretending like I wanted any of that shit in there. I said, do you can I is there just the Prosecco option? Because I because <laughs> I honestly really you could hold I don't need the orange it. juice. I really don't need it. I don't need the orange juice. But Rena, Rena doesn't really like know how to consume things. So she's like, OK, she just poured it all in there. And then she goes, how was Garcelle's party? As if I didn't know we were going to talk about this. And of course, they talk shit and they do the impression of Sutton's face, which is accurate. That's fine. Um, but then they say. Diana says that the two miscarriages thing was an attempt to one up her, because, again, this is like what on the boat when she's like, my dad committed suicide. So it's tr like I know it's like when they're gone so fast, you can't say goodbye. It's like. Just because someone else has also gone through trauma, it doesn't mean they're just trying to relate to you. Do you not know what that is? Yeah, like she she because she's so used to competing and that's yeah. what, that's what the issue is. Like she needs to reflect. Diana needs to reflect on why she always feels that people are like trying to compete with her constantly. Like that's like a you thing. Um, and I do know that there are some people who are one uppers. Like totally. I, do, I understand that there are one uppers in the world. Alexis and, Bellino from Orange County was such a one upper. <laughs> right. And yes, absolutely. That's a good example. But like. I and I, I know it sounds like I'm a Sutton stand. It's just that these women are coming for Sutton. So I think. uh out of the blue for me, like for no reason, like there's no like there's no real crime that Sutton has committed for the amount of like. Like, yeah, hate, hate that she's been getting. That's why I almost I'm like, I'm not even like a Sutton stand. Like, I think she's OK. Like, that's about it. But like these women are it's like Denise thing all over again. Like, I didn't even like I wasn't even necessarily a Denise stand, but you guys are going so crazy at her that I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is yeah. like this doesn't even make I don't even understand what you guys why but why? um um I lost my train of thought what were you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I did I did I literally was like what are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> what just happened and I really the, don't okay. know like I blank, I like blacked out like I'm not drunk guys <laughs> like I don't know Maybe it's okay. You, you're sick. Yeah. Um, but then my favorite Rina goes, that's narcissism. Oh, that's rich. Did Diana tell Rina? I don't know if they cut it out that she walked into Garcelle's party 
wearing an all black gown that draped onto the floor and carried had her two two gay is I feel like they were gay boys with her carrying her book of her that, book her book in white roses are surrounding it and handed it to herself in that a narcissism mm-hmm. and French but then Diana goes next time they can fly commercial Bit. for the last goddamn time you don't board a plane you gotta Sutton. do your research before you try to do a read like that because Sutton's rich Sutton can afford a plane and I actually think Kyle can too she just is yeah. more modest with her money she yeah, just Kyle, what, she doesn't yeah. she just Kyle can absolutely afford a plane I think they did have a private plane when they went they just came back from there I think they were in Paris Thing they I saw pictures of them on a private plane. I I think that they they choose to fly commercial because it's more economical. But and they would like to like have you know money in case anything happens and for their children and so they can have like wealth beyond just now. Next time they can fly commercial, that's all I'm saying. And I feel like Rena actually knew in that moment that Sutton could totally get a private plane, but she didn't want to make Diana didn't want to take away from Diana's moment. Yeah, she was like, honestly, mm-hmm. anytime I know that Rena wants to agree with something but doesn't because it doesn't fit her narrative, like she does, she does something, she has a tell, and she like had like does like kind of she kind of like does this like looking away thing, pursing pursing her lips, like, and she does this later. We'll get into that. <laughs> then we get okay. This is literally a take two of last year's hilarious Mauricio PK laughing at Erica's stories. Now it's take two, but now we have to be pro Erica. So it's at Kyle and Mauricio's house. Dorit and PK show up that fucking neon sign in Kyle's entryway that makes zero sense in her house. And they are setting up this whole scene. By the way, there was this tiny little moment. Kyle says to Dorit, you know, you're already thinking about moving before this, but where are you at with that now? And there's like a weird moment. Like Dorit kind of gives her a look. I don't know. I feel like they can't quite move. There's a there's my, the money stuff is so questionable with them. I'm like, yeah, can they even move like anyway, then the scene happens and we've already talked about it, but here's my, I, I swear Kyle said to Mauricio and Dorit said to PK, we have got to say nothing but good things about Erica. Okay. Oh, like this is like the redeeming thing. I kind of felt like that too. Not, oh, not- everyone says it's, it's everyone's like, this is why. So they're like, we're making up for this is the thing that we promised we would. Do. I don't know if that Erica, I don't think, I actually don't think Erica put her up. I don't know. I no, don't think- I don't think Erica put her. No, no, no. but they knew they were going to film this scene anyway, because they always do like these little scenes. Yeah. So this was their chance. Like we're going to talk about what Erica did. Okay. So in what world do you, we Kyle trying to relate to us? Like, you know, when you hear your friend had like a drunk night and did something crazy. Yeah, bitch. I know what that's like. Okay. There are a multitude of things that someone could tell me that they did when they were drunk and having fun and being crazy that I would laugh at. But who I want to know, first of all, I want to know who's the one who told you, Kyle, who said to because if it's not let's assume it's not Dorit because she's acting like it wasn't Dorit. She's acting like she asked you guys, did you miss Erica? Like she's acting like she didn't know they know. Okay, Mm -hmm. so 
let's go. So who told you? So someone went, Kyle. Oh my God. Last night when Jax, Garcelle's 14 year old, went to grab the flowers as they were leaving, Erica was like, get the fuck out of here. And Kyle went, that's hilarious. I still don't see how any of it's funny because you knew she was drunk. Like Kyle knew she was drunk based on all of her behavior. It's not like she didn't know Erica was drunk. So I'm sure there were like a million other stories that people were telling her like, and then Erica did this and then Erica did that. And then Erica told her 14 year old to get the fuck out. That's where you go. Oh shit. Ooh, she owes, she owes her an apology. (laughs) That's where you, that's where you stop. You would think you would think, wouldn't you? And it's like, I was like, so like baffled that she, she said the age and still proceeded to say it's not, it's not funny, but it's funny. And they continued to like, they kept going like, then Dorico's, I give her a pass because it's not my kid. And then I, I swear Mauricio wasn't listening to Kyle because he just kind of went, I think it's great. She did that. I don't even know if he was paying attention. Regardless. You know, they're going to say, you know, they're going to say, you know, how Mauricio, they're going to say that he is was, what, that's what, that's what they're going to say. They're, they're that say is that. exactly what they're going to say. They're like, Mauricio wasn't even listening. He is ha- doesn't listen to half the things that we said. He probably only heard what I've been saying to him all this time. Like, I think it's fun that Erica's letting her hair down. She's gonna say that fucking one more time. And he and he was responding to that and not about Jax. He didn't even hear me say Jax. Like I like when all the stuff was coming out online, like he was like, that happened. No, no, of course not. Like he's Portia's age. Nope. Because that is what's gonna fucking happen. Because they continued to talk about it. And then PK fully co-signing it. And then, but then their reasoning, I don't remember, I don't remember a time that she was that loose and free. This isn't loose and free. Let me put it this way. Um, why does her being blackout drunk, Dorit looks visibly uncomfortable at the party with Erica. She doesn't look like she's having fun. No, she doesn't. But so how is Kyle, that loose and free? Because Kyle said those words. Uh-huh. Today. Uh-huh. That's what Kyle told her to say. And so uh-huh. she had to say it. She's literally going off of what Kyle is saying right now. She's like, oh, this is the tone of the conversation. This is what we're going with. I also, though, like I was talking to my friends about this and she only really did say Dorit, I'm speaking of um, in her confessional that um she was mortified about like when she's narrating like what happened to like Erica saying that about Garcelle's 14 year old son. She was like, my, my stomach drops and all that stuff that's in the confessional. So this is after, and I always have to remember that. Yeah. So part of me is like, do you think that she was self-editing because she was like, this isn't going to bode well for me. And she's knows that she already talked shit with Kyle, Mauricio and PK. And I'm, I'm not saying that she didn't, she hasn't, she didn't feel those sentiments in some way. But I feel like I don't know if she would have said that if she didn't see how things were playing out later and like self-editing bit. I, I, I am. I'm curious, too, because when something is coming up in a confessional, I'm like, so obviously this scene was shot with 
Mauricio, you know, the four of them was shot before. Yeah. And so, you know, because they get prompted. They're like, okay. And then what happened? Like when the whole thing with Jack yes. and Erica and she's like, yes. oh my God. And she tells her knee jerk response to it, which is why she's going to, this is what, here's my prediction. My prediction is she's going to say, clearly, I felt like it was a bad thing because that's what I said in my confessional. What we were laughing at in that moment was just how fun it is to see Erica be so messy. It's like that isn't fun, guys. Her disrespecting a married man, a.k.a. Garcelle's son, right in front of Garcelle. Yeah. Is bad enough. But then also cussing out her youngest child is also bad. So I get it. We like our friend to be fun and and get wasted sometimes. We all have that friend that like never lets loose. And when they do, it's a great time. This it's but it's fine that she went too far. And it's like I meant to say this earlier. Um, I kind of forgot this, but I'm it's reminding me. It's like when like they're they're all making it feel like Oliver and uh, Jacks are just not like in this should be like treated in the same way as the other housewife children. Like even with the way that Erica and like you know Crystal did correct Erica with uh, the age of Jax and Erica just being so like, Oh, well, sorry. Were we, did we, did I skip ahead again? I don't know. Were you, were we going to talk about, did we, did we, we didn't talk about the crystal flashback yet. Right. Not yet. That's when she was arriving to the, um... okay. Sorry. I, for some reason thought we like moved past and I was like, I forgot to say what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I forgot to say what I was going to say. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was the break. And I was like, oh, did we say that? Right? <laughs> Pia, you are sick. You get your, you can take all the mistakes so, and the guys, everybody every, like, me. what is wrong with this girl today? Okay. No, by now they know you girl <laughs> by now. They know who you are. They know she is sick. Okay. She has a cold. Have you taken a bunch of COVID tests? Yes. And it's like all negative. All negative. It's, it's so weird to get colds. Now you're like a cold. Well, that that's my thing. It was so funny because immediately I thought I had COVID and I was like, oh, finally, because I haven't had it before. Uh-huh. Or at least to, at least to my knowledge. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, here it is. Big one. And I took the a test. <laughs> I the took a one. test and it was negative. And I was like, OK, but, you know, I know that can not I could get be positive like later so I, I've taken one almost every single day this week and they're all negative like really negative like they pop up negative like, right away pretty, pretty fast like you know what I mean yep so I'm like I don't know why I like just be like I think we've all collectively like anytime we get sick it's like it's COVID right mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't mean like all the other things have gone away I know that's why we're like oh yeah there's other strains of illnesses and now it's all going to just be like tying in. Like it's not COVID. It's like when you get influenza B or influenza A. Yeah. I only know that because of Vicki Gunvalson. Uh. <laughs> I she had to prove it. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. Wow. We're already at two hours, Pia. Sorry. It's, it's our fault. We knew it was going to be a long one. It was an hour. We did an hour of, of social media gossiping first. Um, but the, okay, I love this scene. Cherie comes over to Garcelle's house before they're going to go to Sutton's housewarming. So Garcelle can tell her what happened at the party. Cherie was amazing in this scene. Like she, her reactions were so authentic. And she was just like, like, she, like when Garcelle goes, uh, 
Garcelle goes, um, when she said to Jax, like, get the fuck out, she goes, now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Sheree is the friend we've always you know how they're always like a friend of I've never seen I've never seen a person play the friend of role better than fucking Sheree in these this just this short amount of time we've seen her because that that is the fucking best response that you could (laughs) like wait a minute and then Garcelle, so Garcelle's like, I didn't want to say too much because she was so drunk, but I need to get her when she's sober. And then Sheree's, Sheree's like, is that happening today? And Garcelle's like, uh-huh, that's happening. Today. I don't know where you're going to be, but you better come find me. And, and Sheree goes, let me start taking these earrings off now. Yeah, just like, let's go. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with this dynamic. We need we needed more than one black woman on this show. Jesus Christ. Like it was. And you know what? But the thing is, the reason why it's working is that it's authentic friends yes that's why we're we're having such a good reaction to it and i think that bravo like when it was in its best day it was when there were a lot more actual connections like as much as you didn't like i know like you didn't like lvp like kyle and lvp were I actually loved, no in the beginning i well, loved the kyle lvp friendship. right because they were actually friends like Agreed. you know for years and i think that in like same going to vanderpump rules like in the in the early seasons we loved it so much because those people were actually friends or in some way in each other's lives you know it wasn't so manufactured and then I think I, I think my favorite, like the reason why the my least favorite season of Vanderpump Rules is because they tried so hard to recast and put a whole bunch of people in a dy- friendship dynamic. Like, that's weird. And everyone was like, who are you people? Yeah, it's like I have to tell all my secrets to Danica. I don't know her. Exactly. Um, I really don't understand why. Oh, wait, hold on. The best thing, the very last part of the scene with them is... <laughs> is they cheers and she says to set in a bitch straight. <laughs> the duo we didn't know we needed. Uh, I'm so, like, I, I pure joy is felt whenever I see her and more, and just, there's more uh, to come. I'm just, I'm so happy. Give her a diamond. I just, Please, if they give Diana a diamond over oh. a tree, and I'm, t- I'm this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they see how much we love Sheree and they go, OK, well, obviously we're going to have Sheree back. So Sheree Garcelle and they kind of like built Sheree Garcelle, Sutton and Crystal and they build it around yeah. like the new people because retire. I, I if they if they bring back, I hope they don't bring back Brenna. I really don't. I want to keep watching the show. If they bring back Kyle, that's fine because Kyle is so Kyle's so like easy to Kyle fuck is with. Just Kyle's so Kyle. easy to fuck with. I actually really want Kim to be brought back so Kim can put Kyle in her fucking place. I'm a little concerned about that though. I know Kim I isn't know. okay. I know like, that's the only problem. I don't think that... Kim. I don't think Kim will put Kyle in her place. Kim will actually make everyone concerned for her. You're not wrong. Yeah, it'll make people go, "Oh wait, maybe Kyle wasn't incorrect in being concerned for Kim." Okay, well, you've checked me. Yeah, like it'll be like, I think it will actually make Kyle like validated a little bit. So like, I think that Kim should stay doing some cameos here and there and that's it. Yeah. 
Kathy, I think, was she on Watch What Happens Live or she was doing some interview, I think, and she was, or maybe I read it in an article. I don't know. Somewhere Kathy said she thinks that she they could convince Kim to come back on the show. I think that's bullshit. I think even Kathy wants to keep Kim off the sh- off camera. Okay. Because I think even Kathy's like, no, we love her, but I'm never, I'm, she will never admit it because she's very protective, but I feel like even she's like, I feel like Kathy likes actually loves uh, Kim and I don't think loves she Kim and I think she tolerates uh, Kyle. Absolutely. And I think she knows like to protect Kim, she would not want her back on TV because they wouldn't be able to conceal what's really going on. And Kim, she, let's just quick PSA. Kim was the breadwinner in that damn family for a very long time. Like that was talking about like Kyle's always talking about. She was like a child actor. She was, but Kim Kim Richards was the one bringing in the big movies. Okay. She was the one really bringing in the checks. So that mm-hmm. poor woman, her trauma, it's on her hands. Okay. It's on her hands. Pen, you farted. Oh my God. Uh oh. He's like, what? All right. So sudden setting up the table with the muddy grass and her slippers was very stressful because the slippers were going to get wet. But also, this is Thanksgiving. You do not have an outdoor festivity in November in California. Bailey, I get it. Bailey does that. I go I go over to her house every year. Bailey is a mutual friend of ours, by the way. Yeah, I love her, though. She's so nice because I'm always like needing some because I don't go home for Thanksgiving because you can't pick. I can't go home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll always uh, invite me over and she has this beautiful house and backyard but i'm like god damn it's always so damn cold <laughs> yeah it's it gets cold and it, it and sutton this shit's muddy and you know these people are gonna have expensive ass shoes i mean i as much as rena was being a little annoying about the shoes i also was like i mean i'm not going to like mess my shoes up for yeah she, she, you know, she you know what have been nice i don't know why no one suggested this to her because someone could have easily gotten this for her really quickly put cardboard down not cardboard, like, because I know like Sutton would want it to be more chic than that. They could have gotten really nice, like, um, uh, rugs. What, like, what are those rugs that I'm trying to think of? Uh, they're like Runners. very old timey. No, like, no, the 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 rugs. Bohe- this- oh, like the bohemiany type ones. Maybe, maybe no. Regardless, like more whatever. They like have, rugs. They have bigger Beautiful. fish to fry. Sorry, the rugs. I'm just saying the rugs. <laughs> She could have done something. She she absolutely she was stepping in the mud. She should have been like, I should put something down here. Yeah, like we could have made that work. I'm just saying we could have made it work. She could have made it work. She's like, I'm stepping in the mud. So, hey, maybe we should put something underneath the table to protect everyone's shoes. There was absolutely a way to fix that. But whatever. I was like, girl. All right. Anyway, Rena's the first to arrive and she looks terrifying. Like her hair is crazy. Her out, she's so so thin that this whole outfit was just, it was just so severe, and she's and she's just so fake, and she's like, oh, it's got great energy, it's got great energy in here. I'm like, yeah, get out. <laughs> I would not. She looked terrified. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking sudden. Your hair looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair looks amazing. I feel like when people say things too quickly, it's because they <laughs> it's like are the, like, because they can't they have to acknowledge it. Right. They're yeah, like, let they're, me talk about this hair because I can't distract because like. 
that that actually makes me feel like does it because you're like saying it so quick because you just want to like because you're trying to like not say what the fuck i'm dead uh, your, hair looks, your hair looks great immediately. Your hair looks great your hair looks great <laughs> oh my god um Garcelle and Cherie arrive next and and Garcelle's like, no, no, I'm not going to have any alcohol yet. I need to be fresh for uh, when I talk to Erica. And now we're going to talk about the scene. Erica is en route to the house and says to the producer when they ask in the confessional, like, oh, is this your first time going to Sutton's new house? She's like, I don't give a shit about Sutton's new house. I am terrified of Garcelle. I and the Haitian mom. I fucking pissed off. Honestly, I respected the fact that Erica was like, I'm going to get my ass handed to me when I get into that goddamn house. I was like, don't like I was happy that she didn't go the route of like trying to talk a big game, like whatever, like, you know, in her confessional, she was like, oh, I already know. I already know. Um. And then they do the flashback of, okay, so here's this. Let's get into this. So the flashback is Erica, um, Crystal's trying to tell they're on like a hike and Crystal's trying to tell her like, okay, like this is the shit you did last night. She's like, or whenever. And she's like, you were telling the other one. And Erica interrupts. She's like, oh, to like fuck off or whatever. Yeah, we were like, I was talking to them. Like we were like hanging out, like whatever. They're, They're 16. They're not like children. Hold on. They're 16. That doesn't still this. She did this with Denise's daughter, too, when they were talking about how it was like inappropriate to talk about threesomes. And she's like, oh, like they like she hasn't heard of it already or done it already or some sort of like insinuation that she was already super seasoned and knows all about things. I need her to stop acting like other people's children are grownups and because she was probably forced to grow up very, very young or something. It's like, well, that's even if they were 16. See that this is the thing with Erica. She has like all these double standards and I know you're going to get into it. So I want you to bring up your point. Um, uh, that was my, that actually was my point. No, I know. I know. I know what you're going to say though. There's something else that you're. That was it. Okay. Fine. And I'll say it. Um, she has, Erica has all these double standards where, you know, Denise's kid, 14, she's probably been seen a lot because she's using what she knows, like with Charlie Sheen and what some of the things Denise has, you know, disclosed to them about like the hookers at Thanksgiving and stuff like that to say that like she's probably doing all that stuff anyway, like trying to like she doesn't have a respect for Denise's parenting or like respect for her children uh, because of that. And I think that she and then the little microaggressions come in for Garcelle's uh, kids because she like a lot of times people view 16 like view teenage boys Mm. as men and they don't see them as boys like we see it with Trayvon Martin like he's 14 too like like they they view them like for some reason they they don't see them as children and it's that like that is what's so telling to me the way she was speaking to them she did she doesn't see them as kids and I'm like they're they are kids they look like kids they, they look like, like kids. They act, they act like kids or goofy. But like for some reason, like she can't see them as kids. Like, you know what I mean? And it's I think it's a, a respect level. And it's like it doesn't even necessarily be black or white. Like, I think it really for her also comes down to her respect level and like how she views 
certain people. And I don't think that she would ever talk to Dorit, talk to Rinna, talk to uh, Kyle's children in those ways, whether they be 16 or 14 or however old they are. Like, she wouldn't talk to Farrah like that. Farrah's a grown-ass woman. She wouldn't say go fuck off, ever. Ever. And... Oh, but and like, oh, go ahead. So real quick. And then the uh, thing that I thought you were going to say was, but she's so quick to get upset when Eileen, I think oh, yeah. you said that last week, but when Eileen talked about her son, um, that maybe that's why I thought you said that last week when Eileen talked about her son. I did not bring that up, but it's been brought up quite a few times online already. Like oh. she couldn't say, you know, she didn't kill your child. Don't ever bring up my kids. Like, whoa, bitch. And he and he is an adult. And he's an adult. But, he was an adult. Also, with, yeah. Also, Garcelle came in and said to you, you hurt his feelings. So regardless of what you thought you did and you were doing, it didn't land because you were told by his mama that you hurt his feelings. So I don't care what you fucking thought you did. You know, firsthand from the from the mama's mouth that you fucked up. So the next morning you shouldn't be like, oh, we were, I was just hanging out. I was fine. Don't act, don't try to tell me they're, uh, they're, they're babies. Okay. Excuse me. Well, their own mother told them that, that they're feel that you hurt their feelings. The problem is you don't fucking remember what you did and now you do. So comment on it. <laughs> it's just, it's so crazy. Like the Erica in the past, like the turning up on the most simplest things and i hate teddy but like even turning up on teddy for saying pretend amnesia which is hilarious like how actually angry she got yeah. when when she said that like how angry and eileen was her friend she got at eileen but she just mentioned her son like like does she not think about those moments ever no. and like how like it's just like and these women have such composure both of them had such composure when she did it to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Oh, just pisses me off. Yeah. And everyone had such empathy. Also, let's talk about the empathy everyone had for Erica when she did get upset. The whole cast had empathy oh, yeah. both times. They all yeah. rallied around her. They all had uh-huh. empathy for her. Uh-huh. And I just don't see that same love for Garcelle. And I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to really see that online too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Erica gets to Sutton's, and I would have respected it so much had she walked in that door and been like, Garcelle, I am so sorry. Yeah. I would have. That's what yeah. I would have done. I would have been like, first of all, I would have already called her. I would have already called. I would have already made a phone uh, done. Been like, oh, my. I would have woke up with the worst hangover and been like, oh, my God. <laughs> I would have mortified. Say I, let's say I didn't want to. I wanted to save it for camera. I would have walked in that door and been like, oh, my God, guys, Garcelle, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't fully remember everything. I thought I was being funny with the kids, but I guess I hurt their feelings. I remember you saying that. I'm really sorry. That was not okay. Instead, she lets it be awkward and is waiting for Garcelle to say something. And so Garcelle is trying not to ruin Sutton's event, probably. And so she's like waiting for a proper moment. It's incredibly weird. And then there's this tension and 
but I didn't when Garcelle said that how you behave when you're drunk is how you really are. That is actually a, an improper. That's not uh, that's an old trope that should be debunked. It's actually a kind of an AA trope that's been mainstreamed. Okay. Thank um, you for pointing pointing that out. It is not it's not accurate. And it's actually kept a lot of like people sort of in the same cycle of feeling shitty. It's not true. Alcohol is a poison and it goes in your body and it beca- you can become a monster, especially if you're mixing it with medication. So you can black out and become a whole different person. But Garcelle doesn't she doesn't appear to be very educated on substance abuse because in the trailer for next week, she says uh, something like, don't you think that can lead to an alcoholism? And I'm like, that is not correct terminology. So everybody deserves to be a little bit more aware of these things because we're going to start talking about this stuff coming up. And so I don't think that I don't think that necessarily Erica's truth comes out, but her behavior afterwards is her truth. The way she handles herself afterwards, because as someone who did a ton of embarrassing things when I was fucked up, I came correct afterwards. Yeah, I, Correct. I always do. And I also and my friends can I have some wild stories and I don't know why they're I do know why they're still my friends, because it is <laughs> in the moments that are the craziest things that I've done inebriated. Terrible things like not like, OK, guys, I didn't like kill anybody, but like, you know, just like things that you regret. Then I always immediately feel that guilt the next day and I apologize. And it's so funny, my like uh, quick, quick, tiny, tiny, quick story. When I, I did blow up on my friends once when we were in Bali and I, oh, like, I think you told this story here and oh, I yeah. love it. And then you were like, like throwing shit all over the. Yeah, I did. I threw everything all over the villa like a fucking crazy person. Because <laughs> I'm the next look- day you had to clean it up. I and I did. The thing is, no one had to tell me to. I just no. I just started cleaning up and I was quiet and I was thinking about everything. And I was like walking past trying to feel out the vibe. (laughs) I guess I was like, is this irreversible? We have two more weeks of this trip. This is like, we're only in like day three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And I go one by one because I I also don't like a group thing. I feel like people get like gangy up. And I mean, not that I didn't deserve it, but I'm like, I'm not going to be able to like handle everyone at once yeah so I like did all my apologies separately and they were heartfelt and I took accountability and after they all they were all humble and they accepted it but then of course they have to give me a little sass after they're like Uh oh we saw you walking around doing your Pia thing guilty as a motherfucker just figuring out how to say sorry But we knew you would. It's the perp walk after you're done, like you're like the next morning. So how she behaves after is proof of who she is. And she was going to excuse it away. We saw how she was on that hike with Crystal. She's like, okay, let's not act like they're babies. Okay, they're 16. Okay, they're 16. That was was a really weird thing to say. (laughs) Like, like, but like 16 is still a minor. They still need to be I'm taken like, care of. They're still in high school. Are, how are they adults? Like, Their brains are not fully developed. There are so many reasons why that was the stupidest thing. How is that? Okay. So anyway, now let me. Um, I, wanted, I wanted her to say, they're not like their kids. They're 42. <laughs> so like, with that, that little boy's not, that little boy's not 42. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Damn it. Are you sure? (laughs) That changes a lot of other things, too. His voice is a little high. (laughs) I was real drunk last night. Oh, there are two of them. I thought they were the same person because <laughs> they're. Twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought Wait. I was just seeing double. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe so she put Pal- their ages together. Right. Oh, one. She added it up. <laughs> 14 plus 14 is 28, right? Adult. Legal. Legal. <laughs> uh, Kyle shows up late because she's a bitch. And um, they're all complaining about the mud. But Rena makes the she goes, it's really a metaphor. This beautiful table and it's sitting in mud. I'm like, what? I don't. Okay, that was cute. You tried it. You tried it. You really did. That didn't work. Um, Okay, I was like Sutton invited you over to her beautiful new home to have like a nice lunch. and You're being a bitch. Okay, bye. Of course she is. Um, Dorit talks about her how she's still struggling she can't drive because she can't be alone and again sheree comes through she gives her this really sweet moment because dorit's like i can't like even take my kids to the park and i'm kind of freaking out and sheree goes take this moment for you they'll be okay this is just a moment in time and i could they all like like took what she said in like she was so powerful they were like yeah what she said oh yeah dorit's face she was really intently listening to sheree Sheree is the friend we never knew we needed. And we better not Marlowe her and like put her, like keep her in Mm -mm. the friend corner for like 12 years, but she still has a lot of scenes. No, I need her full time. Full time. That's Will Smith's wife. Will Smith, the one who slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. And she left him. Hi. Can we please? Yeah. What are you doing? Sheree left Will Smith. So can we please? Like she's a boss bitch. Um, so they're like, Diana's not coming. And I'm, I'm not even surprised that they thought she would be. However, I forget that Sutton in her in her Southern charm state was like, we made up. We were friends, um, but she's not coming. And uh, Garcelle's like, well, that's not that's rude. And Erica's like, yeah, I text the host to let her know I was running late. And I'm like, Kyle, did you? Probably not. Oh, Kyle, that's so interesting because I could have swore you were so mad at Dorit when uh, she was late to Teddy's little stupid cult class. Cult class. <laughs> that's right. So because they decided to like stretch this out, we're going to go right into what the first seven minutes are for next week's episode since they basically wanted it to be this week's. And they start, um, they further get into, because, you know, Brenna's like, um, I could think it's uh, Sutton who says, well, that's passive aggressive of Diana not to say anything. And Brenna goes, well, that's the pot calling the kettle black, isn't it? And <laughs> and Sutton's like, I'm not passive aggressive. No, I'm not. Said kind of like in that, like, she reminds me of my aunt. My aunt's from Texas. And it's like a very, it's that Southern thing. And what starts it with is um, Rena's like, did you call her a motherfucker and soulless? And then they start talking a little bit more about the miss. She brings up the miscarriages or like, oh, and then you brought up your miscarriages. Like she has that tone. And then it makes Sutton realize like, hold on. 
was she mocking my miscarriages? And that's when we get the flashback of Diana being like, oh, are you going to cry now? Oh, your little blue eyes. And Sutton be like, they're green. And be, oh, I'm like, whoa, that was a little intense. They should have left that in. Um, And Rena says, no, we weren't. They weren't. We weren't mocking your miscarriages. I'm like, false. You were. You did mock them. You said they were. She was just trying to one up her. Um, so they go back and forth about that. And that's sudden, when I, that's when I was like, that's when Rena, whenever she realizes she's on the wrong. Oh, that, that's when she does that little because I saw that moment. She's like, oh, damn. I, she's like, damn it. We were. And this is a big topic. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I didn't. Because first of all, she's a dumbass. You need to. Yes. not. You should have. You should have asked somebody else that was there because. Diana's version is I don't, I don't think you know her that well. She don't tell stories correctly. <laughs> uh, and so Sutton's like, well, I thought we had a whole come together friend moment. And it was genuine. And Rin is like, um, this is awkward. You may need to talk to Diana because that's not the experience she had, which really shuts down Rinna. Rinna came in thinking she's going to be like, huh? so you called her soulless and a motherfucker. And Sutton goes, hold on, wait, was she mocking my miscarriages? And she's like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. Oh, shit. I really I know she quickly she changed up so quick because then she was like, so what the thing. So I say that because (laughs) all I heard was her say motherfucker and soulless. So that's what I was asking you. Oh, and then Sutton's like, I thought we were friends. And she's like. Fuck. So, okay. Abort this plan. So Sutton's not even mad. Sutton's actually like, so, oh, okay. Oh, Sutton thought she was confiding in her. Backtrack. Backtrack. I don't want to own this. She's all rewind. She's like, God (laughs) damn it. Something. Never mind. I was going to say narcissist. She's like, I'm never never missing. She was like, I'm never missing a party again. (laughs) I need to do my own fucking research. Uh, so they go inside and there's like this moment with Sutton on Bumble or some shit. And then uh, Garcelle goes, OK, well, first, Garcelle notices that even though Erica said she was going to have one drink, she's had three. Um, but she says, OK, Erica, can we talk? And she says, look, you can't talk to any kid like this, especially not my kid. And Erica Everyone looks so uncomfortable. Sutton might have been editing, but Sutton's literally like her head won't even look up. She's like, they're all so scared. Um, But I think our standards are so low for Erica that we were just happy she didn't argue. So people are like, this is a nice apology. This is good. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's all right. Like she she didn't argue. She didn't get defensive. Um, She said it was wrong. Um, but she also didn't know what really happened. And she didn't say she was sorry for what happened with Oliver. I mean, that's that's the part I peeped. I feel like she um, left that out completely. Also, Garcelle didn't bring it up. But I feel like Garcelle was just like, I can't even like. Do all of this. Right and now. It, it was sad. It, I didn't like that Garcelle had to bring it up. Oh, yeah. that I mean, I I'm on board with all of that. And I everything you just said, actually, every last bit of it, because I, I myself was like, I was just so happy she didn't argue with Garcelle. 
And and I think it was more so not for Eric or I was like happy with Eric. I'm just happy that Garcelle didn't have to like argue with someone about what they did to her child, except for when Kyle interjects. Oh, yes. So, so I, was trying, I, was trying, I was trying to do that. I was like, what's that for? <laughs> so then at, it, Garcelle says, look, you know, we had the boat and then we had my party. Yeah. Erica has out of her mouth stated that she was medicated on the boat. She said, I mix, I took my pills and I drank. And so that's why she was fucked up. So Garcelle, when she says we got to get this mixture of the medication and the booze, right? She's not accusing her of something. She's taking her own words, but Kyle. I forgot to mention that Garcelle said the jump ship line already. So this is the second time she said the jump ship analogy. So we're going to break this down. So Kyle goes, she makes his face. She goes, and Garcelle goes, what's that about? What's this face for? She goes, well, I mean, in, and the way she starts it off in the, in seven years, Erica's never lost her, lost, lost her cool like that. So like, I think, I think she's allowed a little. Okay. Okay. Hold on. We'll get to the jump ship analogy in a second. Okay. So you're not appalled at the way she spoke to Garcelle's children, but you're appalled that Garcelle isn't giving her a pass because she's allowed to be fucked up like that. That's what you're more concerned with in this scene. And so when she, when Garcelle says jump ship, I get why Kyle thinks she doesn't understand it. It's because a scene is happening, let's say. So like when they walked into the conversation of Sutton and Diana, that's where Garcelle said to her when they were still outside, she'd said, you know, yeah, Kyle, I feel like you jump ship real quick in that in that moment. And she's like, what does that mean? It means that we think we're cool. We think we're friends. And then we get in this moment where there's a debate going on and suddenly you completely shift gears and are on board with that person, leaving us sinking. Without with no life, no life raft. Yeah. So thank God Cherie was there in this moment to go. I think what she's saying is she just needs you to be neutral, meaning don't get involved right now to shoot down what she's saying. If you want to get involved, get involved equally and say, yeah, Erica, that wasn't great that you did that. But maybe like we don't say you don't have a problem, but you're not. That's not what you're trying to say. Right, Garcelle? Not well, Garcelle, don't say that because now Garcelle has to she's floundering <laughs> absolutely and that's so fucking kyle it's producing it is producing because it's she, like she took she's like she thought she saw she saw a window she's like ooh, we can turn this into a whole storyline of like garcelle accusing erica of having a substance abuse problem yeah that's exactly what she was doing instead of it being what garcelle is it's like I'm actually starting to get concerned. Like I was, I wasn't judging like, well, she was, but like, I didn't, I didn't care to like tell you anything about what you wanted to do with mixing until it started to directly affect me. And now it has. So like, if you're going to continue to do that, we got to figure something different out because like now it's starting to become inappropriate. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like, if that's it was all I'm saying. And um, 
I just I, I think I think another reason why people are like it's so funny, like Rinna and Kyle, man, you guys know how to like take heat off of people because and put it on yourself because <laughs> as much as I was like appalled by what Erica did, the amount of a, I almost felt more appalled by Kyle this episode than Erica. And I don't even Me know. Too. How I know. I know. I know. I don't even know how it's possible. And it's because at some point I, Erica took some accountability, whether it took her being told many times, but she somewhat took accountability and didn't make herself have to, I mean, but she made herself have to bring it up, but she, she didn't fight her on it, you know? And I was like, that's the best I can like ask for it. I mean, that's what we're going to exactly. You know? And it's just so disappointing that Kyle, what makes me angry is that Kyle is making herself fight for her apology. And when, when Erica is more than happy to give it to her and, yes. was, and was happy to listen and was happy to explain to her what her process is with her pills. She was, she wasn't even getting defensive. She's like, you know, well, exactly. This, she was very willing to have that conversation. Usually Erica would be explosive, but in this moment she was actually being receptive to talking back and forth with Garcelle and Kyle interrupted it. Exactly. She didn't, Erica did not need saving. She did not need defending. She, Erica is indefensible for so many reasons. And Erica was doing a fine job at talking and defending her own, her own self. So there was no need for Kyle Richards again to sit in on, well, she like, they were all invited to sit in this time, but to comment on, on this or be her public defender. Like, I don't know, Erica, again, tell your friend to be quiet. What you should have been appalled with. It's Erica. It's Erica. I know. And that's like, that's the sad part. It's like, I couldn't like Kyle completely overshadowed. And, and as I told you, callbacks is a callback from the first episode of the Beverly Hills recap pod this season. Kyle loves to steal the spotlight it, when Dorit's is or. Uh, yeah, I think it was when uh, Dorit's talking about the robbery, the, her emoting. Every, like she just it's just like she she is unable to sit in silence without doing all these expressions without like she is always <laughs> she's always indicating it's an acting term which means she is overtelling us <laughs> with her face hand gesturing instead of just being grounded and being present and that sometimes is being still okay she hasn't not mastered that that's why she will never be in anything more than a Hallmark movie. <laughs> well, I guess Halloween. at Halloween, she was born into that. So that's fine. Um, <coughs> Pia, you are such a trooper. This is officially our longest episode, the two of us, but it was worthy guys. I'm sure I'm sure no one complains about long episodes. In fact, I had people <laughs> I've had people tell me I wish they were longer. I'm like, I mean, I, I, I personally like whenever I'm listening to podcasts, I like I always get really excited uh, when I see a long episode because I I, I tend to listen to podcasts in the car or on walks. So in my car rides are usually longer. We live in L.A. I take my dog on long walks because he is high energy. So I need a podcast to like get me from point A to point B. So I and I always get excited like when I finish my task. And the podcast is not done, which means like 
Ooh. So you, you get another you get another like drive. Yeah, like to be continued. Yeah. I love it. It's it's fun for me, but like I mean, not everybody likes that. So I get that as well. I think as long as it's a pot like you're filling up the time like inter- like entertainingly or it's like you know what I mean by that. As long not- as it's not like the fluff filler four part Beverly Hills reunion of last season. Right. Yeah. Like you're actually jamming in it with like content and like I know we go on tangents and stuff, but like, like at least they're like going somewhere and it's a fun journey or something like that. It's like, I don't mind that too. Like, <laughs> but you know, if you don't like, okay, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Well, Pia, if the, well, they won't even hear my sorry, but they won't make it. <laughs> Poor Pia though. Pia, you've been sick the whole time. A little cougher. Little I'm sorry. Thing. And I also want to take time to apologize to everyone listening right now for all the coughing into your ears. Oh. <laughs> I'm very sorry. You've been a respectful cougher. You've turned, you've turned your head from the microphone to cough. <laughs> um, I mean, but what else can we say? This is, we've, we've talked about this as much as we can. We'll talk about these scenes again, because once again, we will see these scenes since they released the preview. Um, and I'm sure they'll release another preview. So you know, I, I have having an issue. I kind of I, I don't I almost don't want to watch another preview, but I will watch another preview because I'm I have to. I just like when is Kathy coming? When is Ka- Yeah, we're on. Epi- this will be episode 10. I mean, again, 22 episodes, guys. Twenty two. OK, I it just better be worth the 22 episodes is all I'm saying, I have. A I'm already ready for the fucking reunion at the, like there's so many things that have already. Happened I know that I'm I like, know. I'm like gonna have to start actually. I'm gonna have to re. No, perfect. I'm gonna start taking like taking notes and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I just have to listen to your podcast. <laughs> our podcast. Oh. It's ours now, babe. Hate to tell you, <laughs> you're a part of it. Um, okay, guys, love you all. Please like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you, guys. Oh my God, wait, I didn't thank anyone. Thank you for. I'm I'm over a thousand subscribers now. Boom. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, and thank you all who are listening on the pod. Love you guys. Please rate, please rate on the pod if you're listening on Spotify and on uh, Apple Podcasts. I need more five star ratings, please. Um, and yeah, follow Piaget at Piaget I will link everything in the description and in the notes. And follow me at She Speaks Bravo. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye.